Hi friends and welcome to Nature Checks Arda Campaign, the show where you come for the game and stay for the science. Hi, I'm Cheryl, my pronouns are she, her, and I'm the Dungeon Master for the Arda Campaign. I'm also a PhD candidate studying ecology at the University of Illinois at Chicago, and when I'm not doing my research, I'm also a science communicator and the host of The Roving Naturalist on YouTube. If you like me and D&D, &D, you can also register for Treetops and Tarasks to come on a tour led by Nancy, where we'll be playing D&D &D in the Ecuadorian Cloud Forest. Uh, yeah. Then there's Ryan. Hi, I'm Ryan. Uh, I'm a entomologist uh, slash horticulturalist, which means I like insects and plants. Um, I currently look at those things in the Pennsylvania medical marijuana industry, uh, where I specialize in plant health care, um, which is what I did before this job at, in public horticulture at a public garden. In our campaign, I play Fletcher, a human wizard, and we both use he, him, his pronouns. Then there's Nancy. Oh no, Peter's not here, so <laughs> I have to mess up the intro for us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hi, my name is Nancy. I'm an entomologist, which means that I study insects. And I live in Quito, Ecuador. That's what I'm hosting, the treetops and terrasques, because it's like in my home territory. And uh, basically, I am a tour guide, so I will bring you around the beautiful jungles of Ecuador to look at all of our charismatic megafauna, that being the bugs. Who cares about the birds? Whatever. <laughs> Anyway, I play in Asimar. Her name is Kay, and she is a rogue, and we use she, her pronouns. <laughs> and then there's Cindy. Hi, I'm Cindy, she, her. I'm a science enthusiast. I'm playing an enduring engineer over on the Heroes of Awesome Constellation on the Weirdlings Twitch and YouTube channels, but here I'm playing Natia, the water method druid, also she, her. You all know that you can hang out with us in the Twitch chat, use your channel points to help the PCs or create chaos, and you can check the reference section down below for the social media handles for the whole Nature Check cast, as well as a link to our Discord and our updated streaming schedule and all that good stuff. Uh, you also know that you can find the video recordings of our games on our YouTube channel and the audio versions on all podcast platforms. Um, and now is the exciting new part of the show um, where we roll the intro. So we'll be back in a second. Bye.
And we're back. Hi. Hey. I really do love that intro so much. It's beautiful and it sounds nice. <laughs> um, all right. So <clears throat> recap time. Uh, you started this morning by divvying up your newly identified magic items, uh, then went to Pops to get your potions identified. Uh, uh, after that, you went to the office of the Royal Academy of Explorers, where you were reacquainted with some people who had been at the party two months ago. Uh, you spoke to Casper and worked out a plan for how you will share information with him. After that, the group split, with Kay going to work at her family store, Fletcher and Nadia hanging out at the Marked Bird working on the team's report, and Cedric headed to the Orthodox Temple of Morden. Uh, his chat with Hammer Gravel Tank was maybe not what he was hoping for, um, so he met back up with his friends, and then Cedric and Nadia went to the park in the government district to work on training Nadia's hawk. Um, it's now evening on Hiram, the second day of Polaron, and Cedric had noticed a small group of people gathering at one end of the park. Um, and speaking rather loudly, uh, since he's not here to speak for himself, I imagine that he would let Nadia know that that was uh, a thing that was happening, and then perhaps he's going to go sleep off the beers that he, like, slammed back before you all went to the park. Yeah, this this is maybe not the scene for you right now, buddy. <laughs> sleeping off, he's, uh, he's sleeping off beers and existential crisis disappointment yeah like all around yeah. crisis of faith can you sleep off a crisis of faith i don't know he has a book i gave him a book <laughs> <laughs> you can literally read it as we all know books fix everything uh, he went back to read his book that's where cedric is <laughs> it makes you feel like you did something yeah so it counts yeah okay <laughs> so that's that's what happened there um but yeah nadia he has drawn your attention to um so it is evening um but there's a group of people it looks like most of them are coming sort of like into the government district from like the residential district district that's kind of like behind the government district mm -hmm. um from various directions um and they're all like sort of like, if you watch for a, a moment, because um, you've got a really good perception, um, you can see that, like, people are sort of, like, coming out of the residential district, like, sort of, like, looking around and then, like, finding this group of people and, like, you know, joining this conversation. Um, so something seems to be... So it's just sort of a crowd that's... a rambunctious crowd is gathering? Uh, I don't... Um, I don't know if I would call it rambunctious, per se, but there's a bit of a... And it's not even a crowd. There's just a handful of people sort of... Um, Speaking together, they look, I think distraught is probably a good word to use. Distraught. Yes. Okay. Or at least um, can I, I am so blue. Um, <laughs> sure. Like, yes, I'm are. like, can I subtly wade into the crowd? And I'm like, I'm not sure this is possible. So She's tiny blue. and she is blue and made of water. Uh, um, make, a make, give me a perception check to see what you can tell about this group as you're watching them. All right. Uh, that's a t 22. Okay. So this, it's a group of like six-ish people, some humans, at least one dwarf, and then the gnome that you saw right after you landed on the docks when you first got here. That woman is in this crowd. The gnome that I saw. The woman. Was she like? Did she? The woman who took you to the. Um, like she worked. She worked with the. For or no, it was just a random sailor or something that uh, I saw. I, I don't. 
I don't think Nadia. I don't remember it at all. She's the dock mistress, um, but okay, she's okay, the okay, one okay. that took it was someone to who looked in charge. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there is someone you okay. recognize in there. Yeah. Okay, I guess. Uh, can I pick up on what anybody's saying? Yeah. So with a you had a twenty-two, right? Yeah. So you sort of like inch your way closer and listen. Um, you can hear they're sort of talking over one another and like coming to a consensus that the problem that each of them came looking for help with, they seem to have in common. Um, and it sounds like there's some sort of illness or other like physical medical problem that they are seeking assistance um, with, not for themselves, but for various but family for someone members else. and friends. Yeah. yeah. Am I hearing anything like in the description? Uh, oh, of the symptoms? Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a variety. Um, everything from um, hallucinations to uh, paralysis words, um, uh, um, spasms or um, seizure type things, um, pain in limbs. Um, and then um, you hear that that gnome woman um, that you recognize, she says something um, and you you catch she's she's sort of like older and a little more experienced and she's putting mm -hmm. it all together and she says something about dragon's fire. Dragon's fire. Yeah. Um is that something that sounds at all familiar to me? Like is that like a I don't think that's a thing that Nadia would have encountered before, no. Yeah, just dragon's fire. Yeah. I mean um, like you know what a dragon is. And you know yeah. that some dragons breathe fire, but like that as mm -hmm. like a standalone concept is not something you're Yeah, it's just like, yeah. wait, dragons here? What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> just in the town. <laughs> just in the town. Man, it'd be super great if I had a cleric on hand who mm. might know more things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like Nadia is the least useful person in this situation. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I don't know. Um... <laughs> Okay, where did I leave the other two? Because Fletcher's back at the... Fletcher's the back of the marked bird, and I think Kay had been marked working at her family store. So Kay it's evening, so she, evening, she's either having dinner at home with her family or maybe coming to hang out with you guys. I don't know. She can make that choice. Okay. Maybe I should have dinner with my family. I feel like I've abandoned them for a little bit. <laughs> maybe I'll <laughs> see you guys yeah. for dessert. <laughs> Man, uh... I guess, I, I guess because, I guess, sure, since Nadia recognizes the gnomish woman, she's gonna sort of approach, I guess, mm -hmm. and, and, uh, just, just, uh, hi, I'm sorry, I, I couldn't help over here. Oh, it's you again. Uh, yeah. Hi. hi. <laughs> uh, yeah, what, do you... Hmm. Uh, we're kind of in the middle of a, a thing. Um, yeah, I guess I, I don't know. I just, I don't know if I can help at all, but I, I don't know. Well, Is there um, anything you need? Yeah. Um, uh, Owen is, and you can see there's a human man sort of like moving off in the direction of the temple district. Owen is <laughs> going to see if he can find any, uh, of the slingers with divine connections to see if they can help uh do you know where the barber lives 
the where his shop barber? is. Yeah, I think we're probably going to need him. Yeah. Um, in the market district? No, you don't no. know where the barber lives. Okay. Um, no, I don't. I just got here. Probably not. Not unless you want to, like, help carry people, I guess. I mean, uh, I can do that. I'm pretty strong. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, then why don't you come with me and you can help me with the littler folks? All right. If we end up anywhere near the marked bird, I will pop in on okay. the way. Um, so I have no idea where we are. The residential districts sort of like hug around like the government and the, the market district and stuff. So you could sort of like, you're not necessarily going to go past it, but like you could go there and come back or something yeah yeah i'll sort of get get directions on where to go and then like swing by the mark bird and um and stick my head in and tell fletcher that like there's some sort of weird illness i don't know i'm going to help them but i don't know if you know anything i mean i i haven't heard of anything myself i do they i mean do do you know is it something about dragon's fire can i see if i recognize that yeah um what kind of skill you got that you want to use history would be an appropriate one um i think you have all the knowledges right (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) yeah probably yeah i can do knowledge history let's try that that's a 22 yeah um so this is something um luckily no one in your family when you were growing up was ever afflicted by this um but you have heard stories that this is a thing that can take down like entire households um it um the symptoms vary depending on the person, um, but it gets its name from the fact that lots of people wind up with a pain that feels like burning in their limbs, and then those limbs tend to blacken and look like they were burned, um, and, you know, become gangrenous and sometimes self-amputate if they don't get amputated by a barber or surgeon first. So that's nice. Um, but there are a lot of other symptoms that can come along with this, too. Um, in Wasn't addition there a to or... disease. Sorry, mm, wasn't maybe there a medieval the... disease similar to that? Oh, okay. yeah, there okay. is. There? All right. <laughs> Sorry, there absolutely is. <laughs> um, yeah, so there are a bunch of other symptoms that can come in addition to the burning in the limbs or instead of. But yes, Nancy, you are absolutely correct. This is a real thing. <laughs> but um, I, th- I was like, I thought I read about this one. Yeah, it's a real thing. Yeah, my home. There game... were so many. So many horrible diseases back then with, oh my God. Exactly. Um, But my home game DM included this in the game and I was like, that was genius. So you guys have to do it now too. And then we can talk about science. (laughs) Um, Do I I know anything about, like you said, it can take down like households. So does that mean like, or do I know, is it, is it actually like, do I know that it's, spreads much more than that like it's highly contagious and it's like a threat to the whole town as well i mean yeah often often towns or at least segments of towns a whole bunch of people will get it Um, i'll get it okay all right yeah then i think when nadia says that i think i think i'm like let me pack up my shot and i start like (laughs) 
put like arranging all the stuff I've been going through for the report into the piles it needs to be in so I can take it back to my room in some sort of order mm -hmm. um, and then come back down to, to go with Naughty Mike. Okay, uh, take wherever you were going to help take, take me. Hopefully we can find Kay on the way or something. I Cedric, I couldn't get Cedric out. I, I tried to get him out of bed and he was non-responsive. So Aww. hopefully I left a note on his door. I, but I, if this is if this is actually what they're calling it, this may really not be good. So let's go. Okay. All right. Let's go rejoin the the group. I guess. Okay. Had your thought been that you'd want to meet up with your friends at some point in the evening? Yeah, dessert definitely for some ice cream, which I think is not going to happen. But <laughs> I can imagine Kay like running over, be like ice cream time, like burst the doors open and there's no one there. And Liam's like, oh yeah, they left a while ago. Yeah, we <laughs> we left a note with that. Uh, with Leon. Yeah, we can say that yeah. Kay catches you in the street as you're going in one direction. She spots you. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you see Fletcher and Nadia in the street leaving the marked bird. Hey, team, ice cream, what you doing? Uh, we're helping some sick people, I guess. Is it contagious? Maybe, but we can maybe uh, help. Yeah, if it's if it's what they said it is, it can be quite contagious. It's It sounds like they're already dealing with uh, several people with it. I don't know, maybe your parents. Did your parents say anything about this? Have they heard about it? So, sorry, to clarify, Fletcher, it's not contagious in, like, someone who cares for someone suffering from dragon's fire or, like, the barber or surgeon who comes and does amputations. They don't usually contract it. Um, so it's not contagious. But people like can that. continue to acquire it. Yes. Like, Yeah. Yes, but it's so, not yeah, so it's not necessarily spreading. contact based. like person to person. It could be like original source. They may still continue to acquire it. Yes. Sorry, I'm trying to describe this in a way without giving away what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that makes yeah. sense. It doesn't go from like host to host. It has to be acquired by like the, each individual right. person yes. has to get it from the original yeah. thing, but then they can no longer transmit it to another person. Correct. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're we're heading out. Nadia ran into these people, so we're we're going to try to go help however we can. Okay. <laughs> okay, I guess follows, but is like mm. <laughs> like behind them slightly. Kind of oh. put on your uh, your fantasy N95. Your plague doctor mask, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, you go. I can get my plague doctor mask that's back there. That's a yeah. Fantasy N ninety five. It kind of is though, isn't it though? Yeah, because <laughs> like stuff some they herbs like in put there. herbs and stuff in herbs the nose. So... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it filters the stuff. I mean, it's <laughs> if it's long enough, it's like six feet of distance. So. Jeez. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Nadia, the um. <laughs> The area... I'm just picturing a six foot long plague doctor uh, mask. Yeah, make you fall <laughs> over. Um, <laughs> Nadia, the area that you were directed to, um, you can see there are some lights on in um, sort of like uh, there are two houses on this street. Um, one kind of like nicer house, and then like a, a much smaller house, kind of 
they're distant mm-hmm. from each other by quite a bit. Um, and you can actually see the gnome woman that you were talking to is kind of at the door of the nicer one. Okay. So I'll go up that way. Okay. Um, and so she introduces you. <laughs> this is actually um, the home of... Let me make sure I got the notes correct. Yeah. Um, this is the, the home of the ambassador of the gnomes um, in <laughs> New Seychester. Um, and he and his wife and daughter are, all need assistance. Um, so the plan is that they're going to sort of like lay everyone out in the greenway at, of the mm-hmm. government district for care because it's nice outside and that's an easy... Mm-hmm way for them to sort of all be in an area where they can receive care together so yeah and you can see there is um there's also um a young halfling woman who had been in the group earlier is moving people out of the other house um so it looks like maybe her relatives are also being brought to the same area okay yeah so yeah, are you I helping help. i can gnomes? help carry <laughs> Okay. I am strong. Um, so the um, the wife of the ambassador is complaining of the burning sensation in her limbs, especially her right leg seems to be in a lot of trouble and could wind up becoming one of those sort of charred-looking limbs. Um, mm-hmm. The daughter is um, experiencing tonic-clonic spasms, so she's seizing. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. and the ambassador himself is conscious, but he has been sort of struck with a paralysis where he is kind of stuck like this with his neck and back stiffened and in arched position um, so he can't really walk um, himself uh, so he and his daughter are probably the ones that need the most help in this house yeah uh, if there's someone else there that can help lift I'm more than capable of helping to carry Team. Mm-hmm. I am not strong <laughs> they are gnomes though well they're gnomes yeah, yeah they're small think- there's K and I together. I mean, like, no matter what, you'd have people on, like, both ends of a person to help mm-hmm, carry. So, like, mm-hmm. K and I, we could easily also be carrying while Nadia's is working with, like, the Salty. other person. Yeah, yeah if I yeah. was working with, like, another gnome that's yep. closer to my height. Then, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. true. <laughs> so that's, um, the, the dock mistress, um, she introduces herself and, like, K already knows this is Salty. She's in charge of the docks, um... And she's a no-nonsense, take-charge kind of person. So, yeah, she organizes, like, blankets for y'all to use to carry these people back to the government district, where you can see there's uh, quite a variety of Mm -hmm. of people Mm -hmm. that have been um, laid out on the grass on blankets and things. There's a bunch. Are you sure Um, I won't get sick, Fletcher? (laughs) No, you you should be fine bringing them out here, Kay. Um, And I wanted to ask, with with my last role knowing about the disease what i also know about where it or how it tends to originate like so i would now be thinking well and there <laughs> should what i know from that what um, i know from that role about like how right. people acquire this so the source of this is not known from okay. fantasy yieldy not knowing everything about science yeah um yeah. so we'll just we'll say that the source of this is not known people know that like it's not a constant thing like it's not like the common cold where you can catch it all the time um but it sort of comes in waves and will you know hit a whole town or part of a town or something like that and then not be seen again for a long time yeah okay and now do we have every is everybody yeah 
so they're bringing, they're bringing everybody out there yes. who's been afflicted, right? Okay. Yes. Um, and um, you also see, um, Kay knows uh, Bresh Candia is um, a half orc who's the barber in town, and he's been brought um, because. In olden times, the barber also played the role of the surgeon. Um, and then um, Owen Chapman... And dentist. And dentist. <laughs> um, and Owen Chapman managed to find two um, clergy members um, in the Temple District who were still, you know, awake and available and whatever. Um, so you've got um, Brother Lawrence Barrett and uh, Terwin Cardiff, um, who's the... Um, she's the sort of, like overseer of the temple or the the worship of Bokob, the um god of magic um so if only we had a cleric we could provide i know if only <laughs> <laughs> what was um, the first of the two uh brother lawrence barrett um he's a, a a priest of um paylor okay um so you have two clergy members um and also uh the surgeon um and everybody is sort of looking around trying to figure out what sort of um triage needs to be done because the the clergy have some spells that can be used to uh help the afflicted but they don't necessarily have spells enough for everyone um so you need to sort of and i will leave it up to you to do the triage so there are two children with status epilepticus which is um either a single seizure lasting more than five minutes or having more than one seizure within five minutes, which is real rough. Not good. Mm -hmm. um, there are three more children, and that's including the gnome that you brought, having the tonic-clonic spasm, so seizing but less frequently than status epilepticus. Okay. <clears throat> there are two children and the adult gnome with the apisthotonus, I think is how you say it, the, the stiffened neck back in an arched position. There are a handful of people with the burning feeling in their limbs, and then another handful of people... Oh, and Peter, the... Bookshop owner, Pater, is one of the people suffering from burning in the limbs. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> I make you care about the NPCs and then I hurt them. Um, and then there are a few more people um, who are suffering from hallucinations, diarrhea, and facial spasms. And uh, Brush is standing by ready to amputate the problematic limbs for people so that they don't continue to be problems. See, this is where we get into the dilemma of Cindy knows much more about these things than Nadia does. <laughs> Which is ironically how I started, is how I met you, Cheryl. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because, because Izzy also knows much less medicine than Cindy does. So now, yeah, now you get to decide who you want to give help to, and there are varying levels of help that can be given based on the spells that the clergy have at their disposal. So the people, um, the the burning in the limbs, do, like, do you see the the 
the gangrene i can't word today yeah can you see like the gangrene setting in at that point or is it or is it pain first and then not the gangrene at, sort of comes later not at this point so right now the people who have the burning in their limbs they're each complaining that like all four of their limbs feel like they're on fire but one feels even more so um but mm-hmm. salty explains because she's seen this before and fletcher would probably know this as well from you know having seen or heard the uh, heard of the disease before that like limbs that are going to go into that sort of like charcoal looking state will feel like they're mm-hmm. burning and then the burning will sort of give way to numbness and the person won't be able to feel the limb at all anymore mm-hmm. and then it will sort of blacken and gangrene yeah do we know how quickly this usually progresses like if all these people were just found with these symptoms like i mean this all set in within the past 24 hours this all happened suddenly and how would and then like also how would we expect each of these like sets of symptoms to progress like for each person to get worse how how fast will they get worse yeah um so they all all of their symptoms presented at some point this afternoon this evening which is why everybody was coming looking for help at approximately the same time um and uh yeah you do know that this is um it can be deadly um that's why the surgeon needs to you know remove the problematic limbs so that the gangrene doesn't you know poison more of the body um but also people who are experiencing some of the more severe neurologic symptoms um, can die too. So if it's not treated, it can be deadly. Yeah. Or at least disfiguring. Um, lots mm-hmm. of people who survive dragon's fire wind up with, you know, some sort of, um, uh, chronic tick or some bit of paralysis or, you know, are missing a limb or something. Yeah. And do they know how long that process normally takes? Uh, the process to like die. Is that or- uh, both, both how long, Oh. Yeah, till dying or like the limb, pretty quick. Um, yeah, like it can be like within a day kind of thing. Within a day, yeah. okay. It's like hours. Yeah. Do we do we know the list of like things available that we can do, like the spells, like what each of the clerics can do? Yeah. Um, at what like at what level? Yeah. Um, so the clerics have at their disposal, um, between the two of them, what they had already prepared ambiently, just, you know, as they're like, these are the spells that I prepare every day in case somebody needs them. They each have one remove disease, one remove paralysis. Uh, between the two of them, they have three delay poisons. And they have, uh, Turwin has one neutralized poison. And those are all spells that people know have worked in the past on this disease. Sorry, it was three each of... Uh, not three each. Three cumulatively delay poison. Three cumulative delay poison. Yeah, um, one each remove paralysis, one each remove disease, and then one total neutralized poison. I feel like... <laughs> I mean, the ones having constant seizures seem like the, the worst problem at the moment right to anybody else yeah i think so big old int six is not going to be able to tell much more than that (laughs) i mean Kay's like 17 and not a doctor so (laughs) yeah but you've also like lived in a town and are not in six i mean i feel like status epilepticus is like oh that person is seizing and they're not stopping like i feel like anybody would know that that's that's pretty yeah it's pretty damn scary yeah yeah Yeah, there's Um, there's never a moment that you can that they're responsive or like anything i would think 
So yeah, that those are probably the worst. One of those is uh, the son of Summer and Owen Chapman, who owned the Weathered Cloak, uh, where Cedric had commissioned his shirts. Um, and the other is the son of Fastoff uh, Old Buck, who is the halfling blacksmith. Okay. Like mostly kids, right? Um, there are a few. Yeah, there's. Uh, blah, 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 blah. There are... You told us about seven kids so far. Uh, let's see. One, mm-hmm. specifically. two, three, four, five, six. The Chapmans have four kids. Um, <laughs> seven, eight, nine. There are nine kids. One of them is not six. So Sophie, old buck, came. She's sort of like a, you know, young teen. She is mm-hmm. the one who came seeking help for her family. Her parents and her younger brother are all sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there are also a few adults, too. So there's one, two, three. Oh, yeah. One, two. And we can't fix all of them. Three, four. (laughs) We have to choose. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. There are eleven adults, too. Um, I mean, yeah, Mm -hmm. you can't fix all of them. So you're going to have to figure out who you want to help. Um, Yeah, there's not enough spells for everybody. Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah, they're um, a cleric. Mm. <laughs> uh, do we know what do we know about the general like prognosis after each of these things? Like especially like uh, like specifically the uh, like limb removal to like stop the spread of that. Is that usually like you stop what was going wrong so it doesn't you know reach into the body where the person would die like or is that just still a just like stopgap measure and it'll still come up in like other limbs so the um the amputation is a a basically a preventative because when gangrene sets in that's like the rotting of the limb right so that could then cause uh poisons from the rotting to flow into the body right so it's sepsis and all kinds of like so it's sort of a preventative it doesn't amputation doesn't necessarily stop dragon's fire so you've seen people have to have multiple limbs amputated before or that again once they become that sort of like charcoal look they'll self-amputate sometimes um Mm. uh so the amputation doesn't stop the dragon's fire um it's more to prevent sepsis from the gangrene yeah yeah okay but like I said, you've seen people survive um, having the burning in their limbs. Yeah. How many spell slots do we have total that we can help use? Um, eight. Yeah, eight. eight. Um, but yeah. again, and there's eleven people who are sick. Yes. Uh, however, mm-hmm. asterisk. Um, delay poison is not a. It's only cure. A not a down. cure. It's, and yeah. remove mm-hmm. paralysis is also not a cure, but it could provide relief to someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We really, so really, we don't, the only things we have, like we have two, there's two remove disease that disease. we have. That would be mm-hmm. like, remove so the So basically, thing. who are the two people in the most danger at and, the moment? Danger. And one yeah. neutralized poison, which would also, that spell also mm-hmm. is a cure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. probably the, the two people who are seizing, right? Like we talked about, and then who's the next? <laughs> I, yeah. I feel like the paralysis people. We could just do like the like cure paralysis, and then wait till tomorrow. Try again. <laughs> I yeah. yeah the funny the... thing is, I almost took a poison <laughs> spell yeah today 
out of paranoia because there are scary people in town and then didn't. <laughs> but I do have detect poison, which may be helpful in another way. That could be useful. Mm-hmm. 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 The... But otherwise, I've got like cure light wounds and cure minor. We wounds. also have a neutralized po- potion on us. Oh, do, do you? we? The smoky potion that we got detected by. Oh, yeah, yeah by we have Crocs. one potion have of neutralized poison. poison. We have, yeah, we have we one have potion one... of neutralized poison. Hmm. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Look at um... me! I took notes last time. <laughs> I did too. It's just on another page. <laughs> Giving up their potions to the NPCs? How nice. I mean, we already cleaned someone's closet out. I so you did. Keep going. <laughs> this is totally how D&D is usually played, right? I mean, last night in my home game, we talked down a wraith instead of fighting it. So, like, anything is possible. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> Love it. The, there's the two children and the adult with that that are a, a pistatonic yes. that mm-hmm. that also really worries me um because it's like they're in like a full body constant paralysis like it's on a seizure it is mm-hmm. like so it's not mm-hmm. you know their airways are going to like stop yeah like that that mm-hmm. it reminds me of um um oh god what is it is it the tetanus like the late stages of tetanus yeah, you go into you that complete up. yes you go into the mm-hmm. complete and that bowing of the body is like the end stage of tetanus and, yeah. you, and your body just though yeah. your entire body goes paralyzed yeah and so that yeah. vaccines yay <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah you're absolutely right yeah so the the epistatonic individuals there's three of them and then there's also three people with the tonic clonic spasms yeah so are yeah. you saying that they're like too far gone and they're not worth the effort no, I think they're, I mean, I think they are, in terms of triaging, they, I think they, may be they are in very bad shape also. Mm-hmm. Like, there's the people who are in, like, in the, like, the constant seizure, but then there's the people who are in the constant, par- this paralysis, which could kill them very, very early. Hmm. So with our potion, that now gives us two neutralized poisons and two removed diseases. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And all the while you are sort of making a list of the presentations of the symptoms and conferring with the clerics, um, the other people are like setting up torches so that everyone can see and bringing, mm-hmm. you know, water and cloths and other basic care type things out um, and, you know, doing all that sort and of thing. And they all came from sort of this immediate area? Um, they, I mean, the residential districts are behind so they all came from various corners of the residential district um but mm-hmm. yeah you have humans and halflings and gnomes and um yeah humans and halflings and gnomes um a variety of ages um male and female whatever yeah do halflings and gnomes like naturally resist poisons because no, i think that's dwarves okay. only dwarves, dwarves yeah okay yeah. I was like, well, if they can just resist it, they can hold on a little bit longer, no? <laughs> there, there is a dwarf in the crowd, though. Um, so Vamdana Greybraid, um, so she owns the weapons shop. Um, she brought in her employee, her co-worker, um, a human man who's having trouble. Um, he's one of the less ill ones, but yeah. I mean, first, it's kind of like maybe a little procedural, but it's like, do they even want our opinion on what to do? Because we're literally some random people in town 
and we're going to stand there and be like, do this to all these people. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Why would they care about what we have to say when there's clerics and the barber and all of that? So I guess it's, what 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 is the opinion of of the people doing this on if they want help or not? <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm letting you um have uh make those decisions because a lot of the people, like I said, who brought in their you know friends and family members are sort of doing the nursing care at the moment. So yeah, if you wanted to sort of and again, like Kay knows Bresh, so you can sort of be mm-hmm. like, hey, we'd like to help by you know mm-hmm. triaging to so that you're not trying to run all over the place or make these decisions all mm-hmm. by yourself. Yeah. I will also offer, once you pull out the potion, I will offer to go over to Pops and see if they're there and see if he has anything. Because we were just in a potion shop and I see the bottle of potion and go, oh, hey. If if you can, if you're going to go over and try to get him up, I mean, I would probably... I mean, in this instance, probably give you the, like, the coin purse of group money to be like, hey, if there's literally even one potion that he has that could help, like, spend the money. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Our DM is like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, it's a really, it's a really good idea. Yeah. No, no, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go over to Pops. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I'm pretty sure they're gonna be up. <laughs> You're not wrong. Oh, um, no. oh no! This is not where I thought that was gonna go. Oh uh, no! Yeah, I'll play over to pops. Oh no! Okay. You could um, if oh, no. oh, yeah, you know where pops is, but I wonder because there's also Elsa, but she does. I don't know if she would have anything for this kind of situation. But you wouldn't know where she is, so Kay would, Kay or I would have to go to Elsa to see if she has anything, because Nadia has never seen that shop or been there. Mm-hmm. Okay, Nadia. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll fly over and knock on the door of Pop's shop. Okay, um, so you fly over, and the shop, uh, dark, um, quiet, you knock on the door, and uh, nothing happens. Huh. Uh, make a yeah. Perception is fine for noticing this. I won't make you do a search check. Okay. Thank you. Oh no. We have a reroll. Oh. Try again. We have several rerolls. Eleven. Oh, eleven is good enough. This is really simple. Okay. Uh, the door had a a handle on it. When you were here before, there's no handle now. That's how I also tell people that I don't want company. <laughs> you just remove so the like handle. No, is there like no handle in it and it and it opens, or is it like no handle like you can't even open the door? No, there's no handle and the door is closed. Uh <laughs> should play around the backside. Okay. There's no, there's no other way in. Out there's no like back door. Are there any windows? Uh, all the windows are dark. Yeah. Dark. And uh, they're dark and shuttered, but yeah. It's like Naughty doesn't know how cities do. Uh. Did not think about this. Oops. 
No. Good good idea, uh, guys. <laughs> it was a good idea. Yeah. Whoops. Um Yeah, I guess she might try knocking on a window. Just okay. just at random pick a window. You knock on a window. Probably still nothing, right? Yep. Cool. Uh was you this said right next evening, door? Right? Yeah, it's 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 yeah, getting dark outside. It is summer, so the light lasted a little longer, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is after like business late. hours, essentially. Yeah. Uh, is it? This is next door to the 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 other shop, right? The the one with our new friend. With your new the friend. chaotic shop of all the yeah. Oh, sorry, Trinket? I have completely the light, forgotten the names bugs. of everybody uh, and everything. No, Trinket's For shop Trinket. is yeah. Trinket's shop is next to the bookshop, and it's kind of on oh, the right, other side the of the market district. The yeah. Uh. Yeah. Dang. Okay, that was my bright idea. No, it was, it was a good idea. <laughs> Shoot. Um. Yeah. Uh. I guess if she, yeah, if there's no one there, she doesn't know where else to look, so she'll just go back, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Whoops! <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Come back and say, I no, no luck. Is there anyone else that, that might have, that might be able to help? Because, like, there's another potion shop in town, right? Naughty doesn't know that, but other people do. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah there, there is. Yeah, there's, there's Elsa's Elsa. shop. I guess. But also, where? Also, I just want to be like, where? Where is Pops then? <laughs> like, I wonder if anybody in the crowd knows where he goes at night. Yeah. After business hours. <laughs> I mean, I I would just assume he went home. Are you like? having this conversation out loud i'm assuming probably yeah because when she comes back with nothing and it's like, like where where what the hell tells, tells us that it's no longer a functioning door yeah i feel like we'd be like well what the hell yeah. like um oh man who on this list would know that um probably salty again she gets around oh now she, she knows everything yeah okay so she overhears you and is like oh Give me a sec, and she like storms off in that direction. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> um, yeah. Fantastic. So she, she's gonna go find him and make him give her potions. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> I feel like she might have more success than us too in making him give us potions. <laughs> he likes you. <laughs> Yeah. And, and we we were gonna demand them like like I gave Nadia the gold like we were even gonna <laughs> mm -hmm. like buy them for this like the DM is like don't spend your party gold on the NPCs <laughs> <laughs> please don't <laughs> we, we would though I know I know you would it's the thought that counts all right so what are you doing um it sounds like maybe you decided that the two with the status epilepticus would get treatment from the clerics right away mm -hmm. is that sort of the deal do well i first want to know those two and the, the two kids and the adult that are epistatonic mm -hmm. are they do they present with any other symptoms like can we see anything about their limbs to show that anything else has progressed or are they just showing 
those like neurological things right now. Yeah, right now you're just seeing neurological presentations. Okay. Yeah. Because right now we have we have four things right now that can just like that can cure people. Mm-hmm. They remove disease mm-hmm. and neutralize poison. And then we have we can treat two more people of their paralysis symptom, and then delay. I'm guessing delay poison would like cause like just cause the burning to subside and delay the progression of that like gangrene yeah. in in a limb. So there's mm-hmm. really you could do that and the person could start having seizures. Like there's no like Well, so mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. basically delay poison just like sort of hits the pause button on symptoms. On the progression of the symptoms. Mm-hmm, right. Okay. Yeah. So like if you um, did that then like in someone with burning limbs or whatever like their limbs would stop hurting for the moment and they wouldn't present with anything else yeah until the spell wore off i mean i feel like Kay would just like hand the stuff out to the people like the 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 epileptic people and the people who are like frozen and paralyzed but fletcher seems more of an expert on the the case Mm -hmm. no that's that's who i feel like those are currently the symptoms that could kill those people. Mm-hmm. Like immediately, mm-hmm. even if even if the yeah. people, even if the people with the gangrene, like you might cut off limbs and they may still die in the course of the coming hours. The paralysis seems like that's like that is right now that yeah, I feel like yeah. that's who we would want to want to cure. And mm-hmm. and Cheryl, I wanted to ask about yeah, um, at what level are those clerics casting delayed poison because it's an hour level oh, so shoot. i wanted to yeah. know like are we only getting an hour out of that or do you get five hours and you get to midnight and it spells lots like i, I don't know like, yeah <laughs> let me sorry or if they can rest like it's long enough for them to rest or you know something right i imagine it's probably mm-hmm. only going to be like second level third level like i don't think it'll be that high um so that is we have an epic badass cleric who's like, I'm level 35. Um, well, <laughs> Terwin is fairly high level because, again, she's the um, sort of, like, you know, person who leads worship of the god of magic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, she's she's the one with neutralized poison. Um, so okay. Maybe... Oh, neutralized. Okay. Um, but then they both... They both have delay poison. Like one has two and one has one. Yeah, she has two delay poisons. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. She okay. has she okay. has two delay poisons prepared, and she is. Um, she is. Uh, she has seven levels, and then um, Lawrence is. Sorry, I should have looked that up for you before. Uh, Lawrence is a fifth level cleric. So we can delay two people for seven hours and one for five hours. Yeah. If those are their, that's their cleric levels. Okay. Okay. Can you say that one more time? The two for two for seven and one for five. And we have, we have four things that can totally cure, but we have five people currently with the really bad different mm-hmm. kinds of, of seizure or paralysis. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Pops is going to come back soon. He's going <laughs> to help us on that fifth person. So, but, I, yeah. but I think with the, the decisions on those people, we probably have to make like 
now. Yeah, we, like, who knows if we even have the time for him to get here, tell him what's going on, for him to find potions, da-da-da. I feel like those so, five people we might need to, like, or at least the four kids. To remove paralysis, like, how long would that last? Because basically, like, that would, the, the danger is the paralysis, so even if we're not carrying them, removing the paralysis could take them out of that level of danger. Yeah. Yeah, and would it, like, remove it so they, they can't get that symptom again? Or could they re like, could they relapse into paralysis again? Yeah. <laughs> remove paralysis isn't supposed to have a time limit. Um, yeah. Yeah, so basically it just negates the paralysis. Negates. Yeah. yeah. So, like, they could get it again, but it at least would relieve mm -hmm. it for the moment. Yeah. 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 So we could at least do, use those two for... Or at least one of those for the moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we could just cure the kids and then put the remove paralysis on the adult and then... on the adult. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. That's then... my vote. Yeah, yeah, that's what we have to do for the like immediately for the neurological stuff, and then the limbs might have to be like, hey, a lot of the like a bunch of the people with the burning or the other things that are adults like right now might just have to have a limb removed like mm -hmm. that just mm -hmm. can happen just while you're having this conversation definitely not to complicate things um there are also three kids with tonic clonic spasms so yeah yeah they're there's seizing yeah. Yeah. just less uh they're seizing less but less frequently mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean i feel like you could use the delay on them no like poison but that's what we were already well yeah. No, I thought I thought we're completely curing three of the kids. We're completely curing four four of the kids who are sick. Yeah, we we're have two gonna... remove disease, one neutralize poison spell, and then our potion. So that's yeah, four. So, so we're curing yeah, the four. four kids. Yeah, so we can do the four kids. So the yeah. two kids with the constant seizures and the two kids with paralysis do a delay. Yeah. No, do a remove paralysis on the adult, and then mm -hmm. we've still got those three delay poisons that we could use for the other kids having the lesser spasms. Yeah. Okay, so you're... Oops. Yeah. Um, so you're having remove paralysis on the um, the adult. So that's, th that's the Gnomish ambassador himself um, is getting remove paralysis. The other... The two kids with the paralysis are getting cured. Right. We and, could be like the U.S. Yeah. health system and be like, how much money are you yeah, willing to let right? to like yeah. use this potion? Yeah. And that's, and then. <laughs> how much is yeah. your kid's life to you? And yeah, then. Let's, let's turn you into dollar signs and yeah. see how it shakes out. Yeah. And so then, and then the two kids with status epilepticus cured. Okay. So that. We could clear you... our debt. I'm just saying. Um, yeah. <laughs> So that Don't leaves get me started. With, Do not um, get me started. <laughs> uh, three kids with tonic clonic spasms and a potpourri of um, adults and one child with burning in the limbs, mm -hmm. and um, then a handful potpourri. of adults uh, who have hallucin <laughs> hallucinations and facial spasms, but not anything else um marvin tanzer is having hallucinations and the burning in his limbs so he's a little hmm. it's a little harder to get out of him what's hurting but 
you know. Yeah. Um, eventually, Salty does come back with two potions of neutralized poison and a kind of, like, mixed expression on her face. Like, she's not mm-hmm. super upset, but she's just kind of, like, rolling her Annoyed. eyes a bit and, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she got some potions for you. Mm-hmm. Good idea. So That's two more, two more cure, this. basically. Yep. Two mm-hmm. neutralized poisons. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And I'm assuming that since no one has even discussed it, that just, like, cure light wounds, all that kind of stuff, is just a non-starter, right? Yeah, cure spells don't really do anything for this particular problem. Okay. Yeah. That since would only we be, all like, have bags if, uh... stuffed with cure light wounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be, like, if, if like, an, if an amputation went poorly and someone was, like, bleeding or, like, right. hurt, we could do that as, like triage yeah like yeah and brush is sort of standing by watching all of this like i'm ready whenever you just tell me what to do i don't want to cut off the wrong thing from the wrong person but now we have like so there's 11 people who are sick and now we have like 11 different curing things hey look at that so we could well some of them are just delay that's okay, because, like, we can use those on the patients who, like, aren't doing that well, and then hopefully, like, tomorrow they can use the spell slots again. Mm-hmm, hmm Yeah. Uh, okay, so basically we have two more neutralized Yeah, so potions, we have six which is completely like get rid of. Mm-hmm. Um, two of the paralysis, like, get rid of the paralysis. Yeah, well, so you've used, you used four of your... Complete okay. cures, and you used one yeah. remove paralysis. Yeah. Yes. So the two children mm-hmm. with status epilepticus and the two children with epistatonus, mm-hmm. we've completely cured. We used delay poison on the three children with the tonic-clonic seizures. Okay. To just to reprieve them. Isn't that what we agreed on? I want to make sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think so. And then the adult, the gnomish ambassador that that was a fifth the tonic did we uh, did we use a, re- remove paralysis? a remove paralysis on yeah. him right to relieve him from mm-hmm. that okay but so that that's what we've done so far so we still have we have one remove paralysis and two potions of neutralized poison that's what we that's what we have left wait the three the three tonic clonic spasms we did delay Yes. Yeah. So two of them got delayed by seven hours and one delayed by five hours. Okay. So that's those. And then... Okay. So that leaves us with... Let's see. One removed paralysis and two potions of neutralized poison. Is mm-hmm. anyone else paralyzed? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. You so have... we don't need that one. Uh, Dennis Chapman, so the, the last child, uh, has a burning, the burning in his limbs, especially his right leg. I mean, I just say, like, we cure all the kids we can. And then there's a handful of adults with a variety of symptoms. There was one other adult who had, who was, like, both hallucinations and burning in limbs, right? Uh, yeah, Marvin Tanzer, um, has hallucinations and burning in his limbs. Oh, yeah, that seems like another him. higher priority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we can't, the other people, I feel like, we need to like we we would want to find out if anybody is is going further where they're like 
if they had a limb that was burning and they're like, oh, it's starting to actually feel better, like they're losing mm-hmm. sensation, then we could be like that. Mm-hmm. Like then we need to be like, mm-hmm. okay, the barber needs to go to that person mm-hmm. and remove that. Like that's really bad. And and so the person, yeah, the person with hallucinations who, who we probably can't communicate with might mm-hmm. be like, hey, like we, we might, we, we might need to cure him because we can't yeah. assess it any other way. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah. Um, and has anyone made an attempt at the other potion shop? Oh, I could go. Because Nadia has not been there and is not aware it exists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can try. They, I know they did kind of different things so there might not mm-hmm. maybe she did but maybe she'd have something like lighter yeah. duty that could like de- help delay things like maybe mm-hmm. not cures but maybe some like slight helpful triage things so it might be helpful uh okay so k is going to potions and notions yeah i'll go yeah okay. i'll go yeah so we'll hand the hand the money off to you just in case how much money do we have <laughs> 842 gold. Woo! Okay. Um, I'm going to spend 500 of it on a potion, I guess. <laughs> uh, well, unfortunately, a similar story to what Nadia mm-hmm. found um, at Bubble and Fizz. Uh, potions and Notions is dark and boarded up because it's, you know, late. Is evening. there a handle on there the door? There is still a handle on the door, like, during the day. Yes, that has not changed. <laughs> <laughs> but there's nobody inside, it seems like. Yeah. Okay. I guess, like, Kayla, like, like, knocks on the door and, like, it's like, Elsa! (laughs) Like, shouts really loudly. Yeah. Um, You wait for a few moments, but you don't hear a response. Let's go back then. Okay. What were you going to say, Ryan? Is is the... Is any of the, like, town guard from the fort or anybody, like, involved in what is going on since it's such a widespread thing that, like, hey, if they know where people are, like, would they be going to where these shop owners live and like dragging them out of their beds to be like, we're like in your shop and we're commandeering the things that are needed in town. Like, mm. are um, they involved in any eminent way? Eminent domain. Eminent domain. Domain. That's not how that works. That's not remotely how that works. So there's like one or two of the guardsmen who have sort of helped like set up, you know, like torches mm-hmm. and have have then said that they're going off to sort of, like, do checks in the neighborhoods of the residential area to, like, see if anybody else needs help Mm -hmm. that hasn't been accounted for yet. Because, like, um, so a few of the adults who don't have, like, families, um, they were brought in by a neighbor. So, Mm -hmm. or, or like, um, they're, you know, a friend or something. Um, So the the guards go off, a few of them, to, like, go do, you know, wellness checks in the neighborhoods. Um, But, no, they're not going to go, like, force shopkeepers to... (laughs) But Salty did her best. She got got two potions from Pops. Salty can get it done. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm just, like, again, Cindy is trying to piece together, like, hey, is there a commonality with all these people so that we can maybe investigate the source as well? But Don't forget that um, the people who aren't ill, who, you know, brought them are around that you could talk to as well. Mm-hmm. You don't have to just talk to the victims. I but think I would we... ask that... Go ahead. I, I was going to say, since it's like, since it's not known where it comes from or how it originates, like, I don't know if we would really... Like that's what I thought of immediately too. That like instead of helping with triads, I was like, I was like, 
oh, Fletcher would probably try to track down the source and like, mm-hmm. and, you know, find out what's the commonality amongst people. But if that's like not a thing that's known, like uh, that level of medicine about this, um, mm-hmm. doesn't mean you couldn't try. And Nadia does like, have would, to would touch you even, But it's like, would you even think of that idea? Uh, like in this mm-hmm. moment, would you suddenly originate germ theory in your mind and be like, let's track <laughs> down the well this came from? Like, yep. it's really unlikely. Yeah. Like, I just feel like that's really unlikely. You'd suddenly be like, oh, let's, uh, surely this is all from, like, I, 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 like maybe after the fact, we would like look into it more. But right now it's like, I, I just don't know. I just don't know how well, likely it is. That's why I've been like, we're on I've damage been control of that. right now. Yeah. Because yeah, my I'm thought like, is also trying to prevent other people from getting sick. I was going to say, like, if it's something that has clearly just happened, the value in that is going, can we identify what the source is so that we can stop other people from getting into it? Because you do yeah. know that people who have gotten well from this can get it again. Yeah. In like pretty short order. So it is something that you can re get. I think. This is a level of simplicity that I might actually that might actually be plausible both for Nadia and for sort <laughs> of the situation. Okay, she has detect poison. Uh-huh. She just saw a whole family come out of one house. Mm-hmm. Sick. Mm-hmm. Could she go? Could she like ask? Because there was one member of the household that wasn't sick. Uh, yeah, there are several. Um, do you want to talk to um Sophie? Would- or, um, yeah, Sophie Oldbuck is the only person in her family that's not sick. Um, uh, Owen Chapman is the only person in his family that's not sick. Because um, I would love to just cast Detect Poison and then go walk into one of those houses that lots of people got sick in. Is that how that works? I don't know. Yeah, we'll Let have me to see. Look. I had to find it. My cards were hiding. Okay. okay. Or five foot cube. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah, you have to like know the object you're looking at. I think to detect it's not. It's not like detect magic where it's like a cone that you can like scan. Yeah, yeah. it's like looking at a thing, and Ew. it's an instantaneous. Um, so you would have to. It's a one off. That's it. Yeah. Shoot. So you might want to try narrowing it down without the spell first. Yeah. Yeah. So what? Where? So Nancy right now. Knows. <laughs> <laughs> right now with the patients we we've take we've basically taken care of or delayed everybody that had some kind of paralysis um or something neurological i should say yeah and and we're using the uh, we're using one of the two extra potions of neutralized poison on the adult with hallucinations and okay. burning limbs because we can't it's like isn't it right we said we we're going to do that because we can't get any information from them okay so he's going to um, be cured okay should we save the last neutralized poison to see how everyone progresses like should we save the last spells i i was i was going to ask yeah do we like uh, at this point now it's going to be like hey keep talking to people and find out when people may need amputation um like to watch how things are progressing and so we have one final potion of neutralized poison from pops do we want to save that as like hedging our bets in like in in case it's really needed for something or 
do we want to use it on the Gnomish ambassador who we've only temporarily removed his paralysis? And so that may just it, like do are we like do we want to wait to see if that comes back before we use it and things get worse or like maybe with that gone he can actually recover and we don't have to use it do we want to just wait i would say to wait to use it and then like assess maybe in a few more hours also we did send the clerics off to go to sleep right yeah (laughs) right exactly because the idea is that like they could come back because they had two spell slots three and they could prepare different spells (laughs) yeah and maybe bring more clerics Right. So like, I'm thinking that we should save it because, um, either like people start getting better or like wait enough that tomorrow morning, the clerics can come with like all of their spells armed and then like cure everyone. Or like, what if someone shows up in the middle of the night who's even sicker yeah. and we didn't know cause like they weren't found or their family didn't know, or like symptoms progressed a lot. So yeah, I feel like if we save the last potion, that makes sense. Let's save it. And it'll all just be like monitoring people, mm-hmm. basically trying to get people through the night to the point they would need to be at where we could come back and do something additional via magic and have the one potion as a fallback. So people, yeah. some people may lose limbs and, and whatnot. And I think if we're at that point, so there's like all these other people there who can monitor symptoms and, and the barber can go where he needs to go and everything. Mm-hmm. I think that might be when and Fletcher would try to talk to people who can talk to just try to like for all of this to have happened all these people in like the exact same time frame like something something happened that that for them to have all uh come into contact or you know to have contracted this mm-hmm. so I think I'll start talking to them to just see like even just like in the past like day what have you done like, 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 give me the overview of where you've been and what you've done and just be taking, taking down notes and try to cross-reference all that and see, is there, you know, did this, how did, if I can find out a source. Okay. Um, no. Gather information check. Can I also do a gather information check? Can we yeah. Like if you, or? Um, yeah. So you can either like um, aid another would give him a plus two or you can try separately. Okay, I was thinking like Kay would immediately kind of think of like how the fish was bad mm-hmm. and the river was bad and think about like what are people eating. Mm-hmm. And don't forget Pater is in the mix here. Pater, no. Mm-hmm. I think it would make sense for us to each be roll like splitting up. Yeah. Like if mm-hmm. we were splitting like, together, there's so many people, people. We'd, yeah. yeah, we'd be going I feel like people. we would have come together to ask for a like common list though. Like, where were you? Mm-hmm. What did you do? Yeah. Who did you yeah. interact with? Yeah. And like, where what have you been, what have what you have you been the like... last 24 hours? Or... Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Although, and hopefully I roll well because. What, what this are we is rolling? a charisma based roll, and I'm not going um, to Gather information. Okay. Yeah, it's charisma based. I actually have hope. <laughs> 17. 17. Oh, we have a reroll. We do. We have two. Are you using one? I I would really like to use one because okay. that was a six. <laughs> I just rolled a seven. Yeah. Would you like to reroll as well? Or are you going to save it? Yeah, uh, we have, we have two. Yeah. There's one more. Do we want to save it? I got a 15 on my, on my reroll. 15, 17. All right. Seven. All right. 15, I think 17, you could 17. you could use it if you want, Cindy. 
I'm just like, I'm like, are we going to need it later? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like all those potions that Cedric didn't drink. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Um, so you ask this extensive list of questions of people and it takes a little while because of course like some people are like busy or frustrated and you know trying to figure things out so it probably takes you you know an hour or two to sort of like get through all of this so it's pretty well late into the night but um comparing notes on all the answers you got Kay and Fletcher everybody had (laughs) everybody had rolls with their breakfast this morning yeah, yeah they did. Nancy's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We can talk about Drink. it after the break. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they all had they all had rolls that they'd purchased at Do Re Mi uh, with their breakfast Whoops. this morning. That's a cute name. <laughs> How is it spelled? Is it D O or D O U G H? D O U G H. U G H, obviously. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He just wanted to make sure. <laughs> yeah, Fletcher purchased a roll, a, a, a loaf of bread from her during the, um, the a Hopefully festival. Hopefully not yesterday for breakfast. No, a festival <laughs> a while ago. Mm-hmm. A day when Kay wasn't around. Um, ever so long ago. A nice halfling lady. Mm-hmm. But anyway. I didn't put the symptoms together before, but now that you said it was rolls, right. I immediately was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Has now anybody checked on her? <laughs> well that's now we know that we probably should go there mm-hmm. and but it's and the I middle mean, of the night so tomorrow morning i guess but i mean also maybe check to see if she ate anything that, and she's maybe <laughs> at home being sick and not getting help we could yeah i mean if the guards are checking people we could specifically go with the guard to like mm-hmm. her house like not the business and be like you need to check on her mm-hmm. and we need access to like Hey, where like even if you're already thrown away, like hey, where's a roll that you had for sale mm-hmm. this morning, so that we could do detect poison and find out if that's if that is what's in it. Awesome. Um, yeah. How about let's take our midway break and then we can deal with all of that part of this after that. Does that sound good to everybody? Sounds good to me. That's good. Sweet. My awesome. dog wants food. He's passive aggressively sitting next to me. Oh well, there you go. Um, <laughs> Hi, Nikki. Hi, Teal. Hi, Rajateel. Thanks for hanging out and watching. We appreciate you. The team appreciates the re-rolls. Um, yeah, we're going to take a quick break. Go get a snack. Not bad bread. And we'll be back soon. <laughs> Bye. I'm going to look the beginning. Hi, friends. We're back. Took a quick break. Hope you enjoyed your break. Um, but we are back, um, and the the troop was uh, you were on your way to check in on the owner of Do Re Mi and see if she and her family were in trouble. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Okay. Um, so uh, you uh, are escorted by a guard who like is generally familiar with the area, and after knocking on a handful of doors, you find the right house on the street. Um, and, uh, Caitlin, Hor- uh, yeah, Caitlin Hornwood comes to the door, you know, nightshirt, sleepy, um, and Fletcher, yeah, you recognize her, you'd bought bread from her once before, a while ago, um, and she's sort of standing there blinking in the doorway, like, uh, can I help you? Are you feeling okay? Uh, yes, thank you for asking. 
Did did you eat any any bread rolls this morning for breakfast? Uh, I made bread rolls this morning, but I don't usually but get you to didn't eat, eat anything I made until much later because, you know, we sell as much as we can first. Um, did you eat any of the bread rolls today? No. Is there a problem with them? Uh, uh, well, I mean, we're not blaming you. It just, there's some people who are sick in town and the only commonality they have are your bread rolls in the morning. Oh, no. We're not mad at you, by the way. We were, we were coming just to, to be like, sure make sure okay. that you were okay because we have like a, a neutralized po poison potion and we're like worried that you, that you oh. were also sick. Uh, no, I'm, I'm okay. Thank you. Um, I, hold on a moment. And she like goes, um, back into her house, leaving the door ajar a little bit. And she comes back with like a basket with a cloth and some rolls in. And like, I had saved these that we were going to have. Uh, this is from what I made this morning. Might not want to eat those. She sort of like holds the basket at arm's length. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there... what's, what's Nadia, do you want to, well, first we'll, these we'll do are a quick at the bakery? Huh? Yeah, she's the baker. Yes. Like, I can do this once. So, like, would we? This is this is again Cindy thinking and not the N6 <laughs> character. Yeah, sure. I'll test these rolls. Okay. Yeah these these are these are leftovers of rolls you made this morning and yeah. sold. Mm -hmm. Yes. Then yeah, we'd we'd like to do. Uh, well, yeah. Nadia, can you check them real quick? And Nadia, the basket's already at your height because she's a halfling, so she's just yeah. holding the basket <laughs> as far away from herself mm -hmm. as possible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I cast a check poison. Okay. You detect poison in the rolls. <laughs> Just for funsies? Mm -hmm. I want to try this wisdom check. Oh, yeah. What is see it? See if I can determine what, what kind. It's what a kind DC 20 wisdom check. Um, si se puede. Si se puede. Oh. Mm -mm. <laughs> I just totally dropped the die. Okay, so try another die. Hmm. Mm -hmm. We've got a reroll. You do have a reroll. No, like it literally, I don't know where it's. It fell on the floor somewhere. Well, no, she's saying, like, in case... Oh, I have a reroll. Yeah. This is mostly for fun. This is just to see if I can determine the type of poison. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, 16. Um, so, that's but it's a not DC a DC 20. 20. Yeah. Um, not... Yeah. I mean, you're not exactly sure. Like, there's something wrong with this bread, for sure. There. Okay, there is for sure something wrong with the bread. <laughs> yeah. I cannot determine what kind, no. but I wouldn't expect Nadia to know what kind anyway. She's not used yeah. to, like, products made from refined grains, so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yes, the bread, yeah. it is bad. All right. Mm -hmm. Maybe, yeah. uh, I mean, maybe yeah, we can take the bread now that we know that it, it, this is the cause and bring it to someone who, like, maybe, I don't know, who in town. Kay, like, takes the basket from her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't eat it. And nope. she, like... Should also probably the... check out like the bakery at some point before you start selling stuff tomorrow, maybe. Uh, yeah, whatever yes. you made these rolls from, if you still have the same stock of those ingredients, you may want to be really careful with those or just get rid of them. I have rid of just them. gotten new flour, so. Mm. Oh, maybe we could check. Maybe we could yeah, take a sample either. of the flour and bring it. Do you yeah. know anyone who can like? Certainly welcome to. 
Um, hmm. I guess I'll have to dump all of that. She's sort of looking at you like she doesn't really know what to <laughs> like what to do with this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Did you make anything else with that same set of ingredients this morning? No. Okay. Uh, just the. Well, that's well, good like, at we least. Can maybe, mm-hmm. We can maybe later check. Like we can check your yep. bakery and see if it's like all the maybe flour. Maybe we can like check it tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't, well, yeah. We'll we'll want to check out that tomorrow before you make anything more with the ingredients yeah. you have. That's fine. Um, I'll be there bright and early. So. Okay. Sorry for the. Well, I'm glad you're, that you're okay. Uh, yeah. Don't eat them. Uh, yes. Um. Gosh. I'm really upset that any of them got sick from something I made, but um, yeah, we won't eat any of those. Well, you have them. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, have a good night, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, this is awkward and <laughs> the most awkward. Oh, we were, <laughs> we'll, we'll just, we were we'll just see really worried morning. that you were like not okay. <laughs> oh no, I, I appreciate the concern. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, we'll see you in the morning. I will see you in the morning. Okay. <laughs> Yo. Then we can head back. <laughs> so awkward. Oh man, it's amazing. Oh, it's amazing. So wow. Fantastic. We're gonna destroy the rolls, so we'll just say destroy the rolls. Destroyed yep. and mm-hmm. thrown away. And <laughs> well, I was I was like wondering if we could bring him to someone in town who can like detect poison. I was thinking like Pops and he could t- say what it was specifically. But I don't know if Oh, like, you I mean like like somebody else right could person. try the wisdom check mm-hmm. is what you're saying. Right, like an NPC who yeah. like makes potions or po- poison or something, yeah. you Cuz also uh like if you actually have the alchemy skill yeah, yeah, and like bring can, them with us to the bakery tomorrow, because mm-hmm. then they could like check all of the things. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we could keep them then. Okay, that's fine. Um, we also then we could uh, also have them to slip to people we want to kill later on too, because now you have. <laughs> wow. I- Genuinely, we just had them in the debt thoughts. bag. <laughs> I was With like, nice I was like, if we wanted of you, <laughs> I was just doing the series of thought of like, well, we could like put them in the bag of holding if we didn't want to like worry about it exposing anything else. But then, like, also would that kill the thing? But also, we could send it to the bad people. <laughs> would a fungus survive in a bag of holding? because <laughs> there's like no air right right yeah so so like we say that like living things can't survive in it but like why can't living things survive in it hmm i think i had always sort of assumed it was like a void with no air okay yeah and if it's the alkaloids that are the actual poison and the, there was a high enough population and you ate the bread even though the fungus itself is well, dead just, the alkaloids would still be there let, let's just start at the beginning shall we yeah let's okay. just let's yeah. just <laughs> Science time! Well, Nancy, what were you getting so excited about? What is it? What happened? What do? Why is the bread bad? Uh, yeah, so it's a disease um, called St. Anthony's fire or St. Augustine's fire or holy fire. And it was typically from the Middle Ages. And um, basically, their like rye would be infected with a type of fungus. 
and that fungus creates alkaloids, which causes your blood vessels to shrink. And so reduces circulation, which is why you would have the hurting feeling, the burning feeling, because your nerves and your muscles aren't getting enough oxygen and blood supply. And then uh, the gangrene would get set in because your, your circulation isn't working well. And obviously if you're we're cutting off blood supply, then you have a whole host of other neurological problems that come along with that. Mm-hmm. It's like basically non-existent today. It can be cured with like vasio dilators. So it just like keeps your blood vessels open. But the main toxin is an alkaloid. Yep. Which is something. <laughs> so the pain like would be exactly the chemistry on alkaloids. Yeah. So like the pain and would basically people... be like if you're foot falls asleep and right it starts out as sort of pins and needles yeah. right or a paresthesias yeah. is the word that i mm. learned yeah and then it I progresses understand. from pins and needles to like burning yeah and i think people listening may have maybe a lot more familiar with the name uh, ergot poisoning mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. than the then that's the the official I think probably term. The, the, the more the yeah official, the more common yeah. modern term mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. ergotism um mm-hmm. like like nancy mentioned yeah and the fungus can infect rye or wheat um yeah other cereals yeah and it can survive harvest and baking and if it can survive baking it can totally survive the the bag of holding sure just why saying. not fungi, <laughs> fungi are weird yep um and alkaloid is a class of naturally occurring organic nitrogen containing compounds that are frequently found in the plant animal kingdom. Poisoned yeah, are think... alkaloids, for example. Yeah. yeah. The alkaloids would have survived would survive yeah. the baking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it would yeah. definitely still be. Yeah. And probably not the fungus, it's probably the alkaloids. Right, yeah. And the um the seed heads would like be sort of like black with this fungus. It it doesn't make like a mushroom, like a like Nancy was doing the one day. <laughs> it doesn't make a mushroom per se, but the, the seed head would be sort of like black with the fungus, but like because of the way cereals are usually harvested, like somebody might not notice, but also like mm-hmm. back in the whenever, like if that's the cereal you've got growing at the end of the growing season, like that's what you've got and you harvest it and yeah. you eat it because there aren't other options. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's weird. Cause like the seeds are actually like, they're almost like a purpley black color. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we went on break, I was saying that, like, I recognize what it was because like, I think like a couple months ago, there was an article about a woman who actually got it. And it was kind of like a medical mystery for a little bit because they're like, why, like, what is even going on? And like all the, all the titles for the news article was like, oh, woman has like middle-aged, holy, like middle ages, holy fire disease. And I was like, mm-hmm. what is this? And read it and like learned about it. But when Cheryl was like, it's called dragon's fire and people's legs feel like they're burning. And I was like, oh, it's like that news article I read a little bit ago. <laughs> Perfect timing. Um, but yeah, and so specifically a lot of the patients that you were dealing with had convulsive ergotism. Um, so like all of the symptoms that I said the people had are typical or potential. So there are, um, headache and hallucinations and diarrhea and pins and needles, um, the facial tics, um, tonic clonic spasms, epistotonus and status epilepticus. And, uh, people who got severe convulsive ergotism, 10 to 20% wound up dying. Um, and if they survived, they were often left with like long-term neurological problems. So like dementia, delirium, basically just not, you know, they don't come all the way back out, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it's basically, cause it's like, 
I mean, it's, it's cutting off oxygen to various parts of the nervous system, right? So it's just shutting those down. It's sort of the same thing of like, you can have a heart attack, but your heart muscles like won't fully recover necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, the hallucinations from ergotism are what some people believe might have been the cause behind or like, you know, part of the story of the Salem witch trials and all of the accusations mm-hmm. that were made of witchcraft if people were hallucinating. Big group hallucination. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. again, like, because... No, obviously there's got to be a witch making everybody go crazy. Right. But because this is <laughs> something that would infect, like, not just a single stalk of wheat out in a field, right? Like, it would it'd be in a cereal crop and a lot of people would mm-hmm. consume. So that's why it can hit whole households or whole communities at once. Um, and people can get re-sick because they can eat more infected more food. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And since it's, and since it's a, an illness deriving from the, a poisoning, not like the biological thing. It's not like, Oh, you get mm-hmm. a cold twice and you are mm-hmm. more resistant to it or mm-hmm. whatever. It's, you're just poisoned again. Like there's no, yep. <laughs> you're yep. not going to be any better nope. off the second time. Nope. Nope. And I mean, even <laughs> if it was the fungus instead of just a poison that the fungus leaves behind, like fungi are notoriously difficult for us to treat when they get into people. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. We're terrible at dealing with, yeah. with fungi. You, you get infections with fungi and you're just, there, there's a whole that's actually really interesting because the the fungicides that we have available to use medically are the same ones that we have to use agriculturally yep. and so there are they've already been cropping up especially in areas mm-hmm. um like in the netherlands where they're growing you know all these tulip bulbs and they use fungicides a lot there were people starting to crop up with these out of nowhere you know haven't been seen in forever fungal diseases you know, infecting their lungs and things because mm. we created fungicide resistant fungi in the fields that can infect humans because we were treating plants. Yeah. And so now you get this infection with a fungus that is growing in and eating your body and you can't do mm. anything about it because we're pumping fungicides out into the world, which doesn't just affect the plant disease you want to kill. It's interacting with everything out there. Mm-hmm. Um that becomes a whole new like world of scary mm-hmm. and we have so few fungicides at our disposal because mm-hmm. fungi are actually more closely related to animals than plants and so like yep. what can we target on a fungus that wouldn't also be targeting something in or on us or livestock yep. or mm-hmm. whatever is a whole problem mm-hmm. yeah the strongest fungicides usually will you know that that or that you would take generally will have negative consequences to your own body too because you're trying to kill something that's really similar to you mm-hmm. like uh like if anyone suffers from like toenail fungus that's why it takes so long to get rid of one it's like an area of the body that there isn't as much blood circulation mm-hmm. and the other is like fungicides are like really hard on your body and like do a lot of damage to your kidneys and liver mm-hmm. so when you like if you ever do get a toenail fungus, you should get that taken care of ASAP <laughs> instead of <laughs> waiting too long, like I have seen, Whoa. and then having to be on the medication for like nine months to a year. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that stuff is, so, oh, it does bad things. It Blech. does. Yeah, exactly. So if you're like, oh no, I have noticed a slight discoloration, then like <laughs> just go to your dermatologist Deal like, immediately. Deal with it. Wash everything hot. Keep your feet clean. Do not let that get infected. Yeah. Yep. Oh, many bad things. So many bad things. <laughs> so many bad things. 
So yeah, fungal diseases, ergotism, woo, dragon's Ooh. fire. Super creepy and terrifying, yep. yeah. But this is like <laughs> one of those like, I mean, like we talk about this a lot, but this is one of those moments mm-hmm. where like, knowing a little bit of weird, cool science can become a whole storyline in your D&D game. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right, is that it? Are we done sciencing? For the yeah, we got a prize for figuring it out first. No. <laughs> figuring it out first. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, so what are you doing? Are we are we fast forwarding to the next morning? Or is there anything else you want to do I, in the wee hours? I think the, the only thing the only thing for the remainder of the night would be if does anyone be develop such bad symptoms that we would need to use that potion. Like before additional resources could be brought in the next day. I think that's that's the one thing that we would be have like having an eye on. So even I, if we just I like mean, left the potion and a, Yeah. We could each take like a watch turn, you know, like staying with the with the victims. That's true. It's like I'll treat it like, like a watch. Four hours. Yeah, treat it like watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so I rolled for everybody who hadn't been uh cured. And the only two people who continue to have uh, problems or, like, their their symptoms are worsening is uh, Dennis Chapman. So the child with um, burning in his limbs, his right leg is becoming a problem. And then um, Fastolf Old Buck, the halfling blacksmith, um, his left arm is becoming a problem. I mean, I still feel like that could wait until the morning. Like, becoming a problem, like, does it hurt, like or can they, like, not feel it? They're starting to not feel them, so, like, they're uh, in amputation territory. Yeah. Let's see. Because, like, once the sensation has left, it's not going to come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> a blacksmith losing an arm would be very, very bad. <laughs> all we have left is... I think we. I think we use... Yeah, all the spells were used. That's why the clerics left and with the the rest. We only have the potion. Mm -hmm. Um, So I can also take... I can take delay poison the next day if I get to sleep. Right. These two are are going to be, like, amputate or cure before the morning. Like, before Mm -hmm. Mm sunrise. Ooh. So what did we still have? We just have the new... We just have a new... Just one potion. potion. Mm-hmm. What if you split the potion in half? No, nope, that, that you have mm-hmm. asked that question before, and the answer is still no. <laughs> I applaud um, your effort. <laughs> we tried, and we're not able to get everyone. the other. We tried, and we're not able to get the other potion shop. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like all the clerics that could be found had been found. Mm-hmm. And there's no light. Like one of our clerics wasn't drunk. <laughs> Go into the temple district and <laughs> knock on some doors. All the yeah, all the temples are closed up for the evening, so they've all gone. Yeah. It just feels like one of those. It's like worth trying to figure out where the people are <laughs> that should be there. Yeah, you think that's what? That's why I was wondering about like what? Are, like how are the guards involved? Like would they go mm-hmm. be? Would they be seeking people out to bring over to this? I'll give you a roll to see if they can find somebody else so we have, who had So the blacksmith something. whose arm is going and a child whose leg is going? Guess what I rolled? 20. One. A nat 20. 
which never yes. happens for me. So yes, there is so, no more cleric available to cure someone else. So there. You oh my go. God, what can they do? <laughs> Lucky they you. Cure? Yeah, they Lucky can... us. No moral dilemmas for got, us. We yeah, cure we've got enough to cure. Yep. The moral dilemma well. solved by looking harder. Um, that, amazing. It's, it's because we donated our potions. We right. got good karma. Yeah. Amazing. A nat 20 to save the day. <laughs> do, do, do. So now, we can, Amazing. now we can cure both of them. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Bresh wanders away like, I guess I wasn't needed. Okay. <laughs> 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 Better luck next time, buddy. <laughs> I mean... Uh, not That's yet. a good thing. Right, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to butcher any children today. Right, yeah. I, he wasn't he wasn't looking forward to it. He's just like, well, no. I guess I he's just been standing around awkwardly the whole time, like <laughs> waiting for something to do. <laughs> I mean, if we need you, it's good to have you there, but yep. also <laughs> Oh man, all of the poison and like remove disease stuff is all druid level three. Yeah, they're all pretty high level spells, which is why <laughs> I was like, there aren't spells. that many available even among the, all of the clerics in this city. Yeah. Because like, you know. Yeah, so actually that would mean that Cedric wouldn't have been able to do more than He would have been able to do well. uh he should have been able to do the same amount as um Lawrence Barrett, the the human or yeah, the the, the guy cleric that helped you at the beginning. If if he prepared the right spells, if he, he had that, yeah. He might yeah, who knows? He might have yeah. only had curing like right. cure wounds and stuff. So yeah. those those two people, that's basically what developed overnight, like during our watches. Yeah. So we were able mm-hmm. to like mm-hmm. administer those things on different watches and take care of that. Okay. Yep. Okay. Cool. Everybody's fine. Yeah. Woo. We did it. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Awesome. Does that mean do we are we able to get them through to the next morning and clerics are able to come back with all just like mm-hmm. a, able to cure because we mm-hmm. just got people through the night basically. Yep. Through the like the terrible part where we couldn't. Yeah. Good job, team. Cured. Right. And like we did it. Obviously, the people who had been really badly off that you did cure sort of at the beginning of the process like they're still not like up and dancing but you know they're no mm-hmm. yeah it's it's yeah they're all they're all not dying now which is nice yeah yeah it's good mm-hmm. it was good so that happened oh yeah i would definitely take detect poison a few times and head over to the bakery in the morning okay um, yeah i guess that's yeah do, that's were we gonna we're like doing. Drag an alchemist out there too. Find one. Maybe if we find more things that poison are detected in, then we could take all of those samples all of the like, to the that alchemist. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'd probably like once we finished our watches there. I'm guessing it would then be like early morning. The clerics come back in, and we could head over mm-hmm. to the bakery. And it's probably when she would be getting over yeah. there and opening up. Okay. Okay. Also figure out where she got the flower from yeah 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 we can figure out like is it yeah which a kind of flower where, like, where source. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the opposite direction that won't take two and a half months <laughs> to resolve <laughs> all right so you're headed to the bakery yeah <laughs> okay um yeah so she's like not open for business obviously because she's like She's sort of, like, walking back and forth in her shop, wringing her hands. Yeah. Like, she's got her apron on, but she's not doing anything. And her three kids are sort of standing or, like, leaning against the counter, just, like, waiting to, like, pretty bored. Mm -hmm, Kay knows mm -hmm. the feels when you work in the family business. Um, (laughs) Yeah. 
So yeah, she's just sort of like pacing worriedly when you guys get there. Uh, good morning. Hey, is everybody okay? Yes, everyone like, made it. There were no amputations. Oh, like it was goodness. great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a relief. Uh, Agreed. So, how do I make that not happen again? So let's find that bad flower and make sure that it's all gone. Yes. We should start with the flower because you said that was the only thing that was new, right? Yes. Um, so let's look at that. Okay. Um, so she shows you she got like three new bags of flour in the market, you mm-hmm. know, like like two days previously and used mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. yesterday on those rolls. Um, and so there's one open bag and then two more that are sealed. Okay. Well, uh, I think I can test all three in one go, right? How big are the bags? Um, they're like, um, what is it? Like 10 pounds. Can bags? the three of them fit in a five foot cube? Uh, five feet. Probably. Or at least yeah. part of them. Yeah. Yeah. You can fit all of them in a five foot cube. All right. Cube. Basically, I'm like, how many, <clears throat> like 10 pound bags of poisons am I yeah, casting today? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I would definitely start by just testing the three bags and see if all three of them pop poison or. Yeah. When you cast it on all three of them together, you get poison. Yep. All three. Well, cause you said that you were putting all of them together in the, in the area, right? Yeah. But like, can I distinguish like, is it all three of them or is it like does within it, the area I see you determine or does it just say you determine whether a creature object or area has been poisoned or is poisonous. Oh, so you could just determine the object. Mm-hmm. So you could, like, you could do it once on each of them. That's Is what that I'm trying to it? figure out if I have to do it, like, three separate times. I think, like, if you wanted it on the object, you might have to just, like, do it on each I, one. Or you isolate could, like, the object. put it in the area and be like, yes, there's poison mm-hmm. in this area. Yeah. Yeah, I might count, like, an area because there's three of them. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, do I have to cast it three times to, to determine? Or do can I cast it once until... That's up to you. If it's only one of them. Um, I, think, I think our understanding is that, like, if you want to test each bag individually to know yes or no on each bag, then you'd have to do it on each one. If you just want to know if there's poison in the flower, then you could put however many you want in this five-foot cube. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know that at least one of the bags has a... Just... Mm-hmm. By deduction. Yeah. So it's just like, because... I guess my thought is that we would also be trying to figure out where that came from. So I don't want to blow all my spells on one. Yeah. Wait, why I mean, you... did the, all the flour come from the same place? Uh, yeah, I, I bought it from a farmer in the market. So do we, I don't think we need to know. We can just assume that all three, like the safest thing to do, do is to assume that all three assume are, all three, yeah. and then go and to who sold it. Okay. Yeah, then we'll just... (laughs) Yep. Uh, So yeah, I'll cast it on all three of them and say, yes, we found it. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then we should probably go figure out which farmer. Should we invite her with us? I mean, she bought it, probably wants money Mm -hmm. back, or can tell us who it is. So, so, you know, because she knows the person and we don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she knows who it is. So we could just... Uh, Would would you mind... Uh, I know you're trying to get ready for the day, but... Now that we know it's the flower, could you take us to 
who sold it to you and and we can try to sort this all out yes um the kids she sort of like gives them a look she's like the kids know what they're supposed to be doing um and then she like walks out the front door to like go towards the market yeah (laughs) actually before we go is there just like another sort of area of the shop that has like sort of a representative collection of things that i could also just test to be sure there isn't more yeah so there are are you are you looking for like something else made i'm I'm not sure like are you looking for, yeah like, just basically like does she have other made? does she have other flour does she have things like oh um, yeah so there's um she uses a different flour to make like pastries and stuff so like okay. there are you know there are both the flour and the things made from it that are like different okay i guess i would offer like would you like me to check the rest of this I mean, if you wouldn't mind, it would be great so I don't yeah. hurt anyone. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I will do another detect poison on Okay. Like the other flower. Mm-hmm. Um, the other uh flower that you test does not come up with anything bad in it. Yeah. Great. Okay. Um do we do we before we go, do we want to either get rid of this flower or should we take it back with us? To where you purchased it, so it's not anywhere near your bakery anymore. I mean, I don't want it in here because I don't want to make a mistake. Um, but as to what we should do with it, I'm not really. You're saying that it's poisoned, like. Yes, there's something. There's something else in the flower. Oh. That caused this. Well, that's not great. Um. I hope nobody thinks I did that on purpose. Uh. I mean, I don't, it, can it just be, I don't know, tossed out? Does it need to be, can you even burn it? I don't, I don't know what to do to get rid of it, but. I mean, um, that's why I was suggesting that maybe we can get an alchemist to look at it because they could tell us like what it is and maybe how mm-hmm. to dispose mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. I was gonna. So let's, maybe let's, uh let's move it aside in the shop somewhere where it won't be used or, or contacted in any way and then go find out and then uh i can uh we can take a sample of the flower with us to go to an alchemist mm-hmm. sure tell me you I just rolled a natural 20 on that wisdom, on the wisdom check, check. <laughs> hey hey guess what it's, 21 it's a fungus nadia it's a fungus <laughs> it's a, a fungal poison maybe i did bump into it at some point out in the woods maybe well maybe again like uh like Kay said uh, alkaloid or like Nancy said, um, alkaloids show <laughs> up in a lot of um, natural mm-hmm, toxins, mm-hmm. and there are poison dart frogs out in the rainforest. So perhaps oh, yeah. you're familiar and with lots alkaloids. of poison mushrooms. I'm sure. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. she's got to be very familiar with the fact that there are some mushrooms you do not mess oh, with. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and Cedric wanted to eat the pretty fro- or lick the pretty frogs. So you know, like. We're, we're familiar with the idea that there are no-go things. And that's why he's on bed rest tonight. Well, now that we know that, we could probably assume, we'd probably be like, well, we know, you know, if we if we did put it into just, like, an open fire, that, mm-hmm. like, that is much hotter than what she's baking at, mm-hmm. and it should be able to just destroy everything. Yeah. And it's not like the ashes would then end up in anybody's food. <laughs> Important question. Once you had figured this out, did you also like tell all of those people to get it out of like get the leftovers out of their houses or 
Yeah. Yeah, I would think I so. I assume so. Like once we like once it we put out, together we the to bread watch. thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Once yeah, we yeah. Now, did go back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. that we confirmed it's the flower, and everyone is like mm-hmm. probably still out there being taken care of because, like mm-hmm. you said, they're all still like not great. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. when we probably be like, okay, like let them know, let the guards know, be like, like that's who you got to find, get rid of. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have an open bonfire tonight. <laughs> Take it out to those nasty things out that attacked us outside. The flowers. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> throw it out for the flying flower bats. <laughs> flower bats? I like that. Um, uh, yeah, so Caitlin shows you um, there's yeah, a halfling farmer in the market who she bought the flower from, and he's selling flour and other things and is rather appalled to hear that his flower was a problem. <laughs> Again, we're not mad at you. We're just like trying to make I mean, sure that like I didn't poison it though. Like, no, there's did. something that like, grows it, in it. We think. Yeah, it seems like it's a it's like a mushroom or something. Ah, oh, rats. So you like maybe have... we could maybe we could look at your field. I mean, sure, I guess, yeah, if you want to field trip uh... <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> Peter's not here to hate that more than me so now I get it uh, uh, yeah but what am I supposed to do with all of this as he's like gesturing to his cart <laughs> like, well you can't well, sell we're it. gonna have an open bonfire uh... tonight want to burn it sure why not I'm sorry, friend, but you don't want to like accidentally kill people with it. That'll be worse for business no. than just throwing away this little. This, yeah. This... I just also, yeah, it's fine. Man, I'm just <laughs> thinking through because, like, okay, now his mill needs to be exactly like people's livelihoods, fields. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. We don't need to dig into it that much. I was gonna say I don't know if you guys are equipped to fix that acting, problem. Acting just... that out would be would be a lot, but just yeah, thinking no. through the actual process of it. Oh, yeah. yeah, you've told him to not sell it, so it mm-hmm. can be disposed of properly. And the baker knows yeah. not to sell it, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you've pretty well solved and... the problem. Yeah. And what? And now, like, maybe they should just have someone detect poison on all new flower that they get, all of them in the town. <laughs> Isn't that, the, that's like the, at least the second time that you all have had some sort of, like, customs and inspection suggestion? Fantasy FDA. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a reason for it. I mean, the first time had to have been with the parasitoid wasps, or the, no, not the parasitoid wasps, the... The thing with the, the chestnut blight, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So what now? You got up nice and early to go check out the bakery, so she could get back to what she was doing. We have a big bonfire tonight where we burn all the stuff. It'll be we awesome do. and fun. What? What? Like, what town do, party. Do you do anything in between the uh, morning and the bonfire, or take a nap? What? Take a nap. <laughs> take a nap. <laughs> I mean, the, we had a pretty long day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Kay, when you go, um, like, if you go to your bedroom to take a nap, um, there is a sort of, like, long, 
thin, fairly straight something wrapped up in just some, like, random bits of fabric on your bed with a little paper note on top. I guess I read the note first. Okay. It's rude to open the gift without reading the card. <laughs> uh, and it says, definitely didn't dumpster dive for this. Hope you die less, Azzy. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was from him. <laughs> she opens the package? What is this? Uh, Like, very gingerly, because she's, like, she knows that Azzy has, like, sent her, like, random things before. Right, and they have yeah. gone off accidentally. So she's, like... Especially because he said definitely didn't dumpster dive for it, right? Yeah, she's like, oh god, what is this? Uh, Why would you put this in something obscure that I can't see through it? So there is a bow inside. Wow, that's fancy. Mm -hmm. What kind of bow? A plus one bow. I was a little under on my giving out treasure, and you really wanted a magical bow, so now you has one. He definitely didn't steal it from the dumpster of, like, the naval fort. (laughs) Definitely not. Definitely not. (laughs) Dumpster. What is is the, I I don't know what a bow of plus one does. I'll I'll, I'll send you the stuff later. Okay, that sounds great. You're not going to use it today, so. It's a a standard on some dangerous rolls. Yeah. (laughs) So you die less. That's that awesome. is amazing. Oh my god, having NPC best friends is the best. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> twang, so, twang, twang. Twang, twang, twang. She's very excited. And of course he's nowhere to be found. Because that's course. Abby. Yep. When mm-hmm, she goes mm-hmm. to when she finds him again, she's gonna like give him a giant hug and Aww. be like, oh my god, thank you so much. It's so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So are you doing anything else besides napping and then bonfire today? I don't think so. I think Kay is going to be very excited about her bow. She she, she might paint it. <laughs> Can she paint it? <laughs> uh, sure. Why not? <laughs> All right. Kay paints it. So it's very colorful now. Awesome. <laughs> she found like some little bits and bobs, like, I don't know, like some like common feathers and like tied them to like Aww. the corner on the top and stuff. So it's all like, it's like beads. It's I love it. Very Kayified. <laughs> I love it. Very <laughs> It's all purple and sparkly. Um, all right. Um, so you have a bonfire that night and get rid of all the flour. Is that? Yeah, I guess so. You just do it like in the, in the square. Hell yeah. Everyone's (laughs) invited. (laughs) Like we've got the grill going in the back, like far away from the, far away from the, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And no wheat products. Right. It's summertime. The perfect time for a bonfire and a cookout. Mm. Um, (laughs) Especially in a coastal town where I'm sure the humidity is just... Oh, it's very humid here. Yes. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. is. Very. It's got some prawns going. It's great. <laughs> mm. Well, now that, like, the fish is okay. Yeah, look at that. I have a fish fry. Amazing. <laughs> All of the problems have been solved. All the of end. the problems have been solved. We did it. <laughs> you won D&D. We won Arda. <laughs> the flower k is the chosen one is the flower what (laughs) ryan's still concerned (laughs) are we gonna like i mean it's like in a grain mill it's dust it can explode because you have the bonfire outside but it can still explode because you have the high surface area of all that powder Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, being flammable mm -hmm. that's why silos like explode because of the dust in the air is so flammable (laughs) 
Just fireworks. Just add some pretty colors in it. It'll be awesome. <laughs> just saying, like maybe this is a, this is a not, not in a the center of town space. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. And like a a slow burn. Like we're not. We don't have the fire and then throw the flower into. Right. It. Yeah. That would. That would. <laughs> Kaylin is running up with a bucket of flour and Fletcher's just like did did you ever see the Mythbusters where they did the the I think it was artificial sweetener oh yeah yeah and it was because it was basically they had like a big old drum of it and I'm trying to remember how because it was like they put like a road flare or something I don't remember what exactly they did but I do remember a gigantic like cloud of flaming and i mean it was basically like if you think about like when a marshmallow burns that kind of just like yep and like definitely one of those because it was also like goopy and it like got up in the air and then started blowing towards where they were with the cameras it was hilarious and extremely (laughs) dangerous well that's Uh, why you don't put water on an oil fire because when you do it creates essentially like an oil aerosol which is good Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah science fun with fire science Uh, (laughs) so you have a nice slow bonfire Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) low and slow to get rid of all of the bread products and flowers Kay's like make it bigger <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> All right. What now? We yeah. Uh, awesome. Yeah, if we're pretty much done with that, I think Naughty is just going to kind of resume trying to train the bird. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? I mean, I probably want to just get an actual good night of sleep versus mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. versus the night before because the next day i think i'd probably my space is ready yep. in the academy to yep. to arrange things so i don't have to put things out and clean them up in the tavern constantly to work <laughs> so i'd oh, probably yeah. sleep so that i can go there to actually like yep. arrange and work and yeah, I feel like Kay, because she was like so busy with everything else, like is now like taking the time to check up on Peta and like asking if he's okay and just like chatting and like being there with him. Yeah, so Peter's definitely like shaken by the experience, um, and like you know, uh, still not feeling a hundred percent. He's not able to like get up and walk around because his legs were what was causing the mm-hmm. most trouble mm-hmm. for him. Um, but he is. Uh, yeah, he's okay. Like he can talk and whatever. And so, yeah, yeah. just some quality time. Yeah. Kay telling some more adventure stories to him. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Fletcher, when you go to the um, the Academy of Explorers office, uh, Philippa is very happy to show you the little room that she cleaned up for you. So there's like a desk and a chair. There's a window for nice light, and also you know some candles around the room in little like sconces um, for when it's dark. And she gives you a little key to the door so that you can get in and work whenever. I would be doing that and just in and out of the room going to like where they keep their like their library area. Just like back and forth reference section. Nice. Is there anything specific you're looking for or? No, it's probably just like as I'm, I mean, like we talked about before, I'm like, I am keeping things like general and like reporting on the things that he said he was specifically interested in 
and leaving out things that may like specifically, you know, go back to like K so that like, you know, so they don't know like really anything about like her story or those kinds of things that happen. I'm just like, there was like these kinds of trees. Like it's very like surface level. So it's really, it's, it's mainly like reference material about that. So if I'm like, Oh, there's this thing, like this leaf is comparable to this thing I worked with before and I don't quite remember, I would go and just get like a reference to be able to be like similar to this plant in, in blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, so very, very much just like reference material for writing up that report. Yeah. Um, are you doing anything with the field guide that you got? Are you like using that at all or translating it? I don't know. I don't think I would translate it over. Yeah, I don't know what Fletcher would do with that because it's. I guess I would I would be using it as a reference text for what I'm for what I'm doing, like describing things. Mm-hmm. Um. So I guess my my plan would be I guess I'd be referencing that and afterwards probably including it like in maybe not giving it up yet but it would be part of a submission about like information that it's like you know i reference this i didn't translate it in a different language like i reference this as you know basically like knowledge that already existed in this place about all of these things um so like you know like i'm bringing this over and and connecting it to information from outside of arda and like that's what I'm putting into it, but like this is what I use. That's a lot of information about what was already here. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably not giving it up yet because it can be really useful to have it on hand. Like if I'm not translating it, then it's kind of like I know I can use it when I need to by you know casting the spell that I need. So probably not giving it up yet. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um. What about all of the peoples that you met? How much of um, what you did with them are you including? Um, I think it's very much the, like, you know, it's description of people and their ways of living without, you know, trying to avoid descriptors of exactly where they are, mm-hmm. you know, so that it's not like, hey, here's exactly where you can go to, to find these people. So you're going to send out like a troop of explorers to go out there and do God knows what. Mm-hmm. Um, so more of like general descriptions of them as like as a people and what they do. And again, comparisons of like, you know, like, oh, we do it this way. These people do it this way. And these people do it this way. And um, like I have that the drawing I made of the of the Knowles hunting yeah. to be like, like, look, so I, like, so it's a description of just like, here's how they live and like, look at like, this is how like efficiently they do these things and like what can be learned and da 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 and, and that sort of thing. But never quite talking about where you can go find them. <laughs> so that nobody can go out, can just go out there. So I think that's how I would describe the people mostly. And, and then anything that was associated with the people that I, that I want to follow up more on specifically, I wouldn't mention. Okay. Um. So like the Miram, like, I might talk about like that they like how they tend to their ecosystem, but not bring up pop bugs because that is (laughs) a a very specific thing that doesn't like, there is not enough information about like what was going on there yet at all. And so I know if I put that out there, 
they're gonna be like again a whole team of people who go out there trample through there collecting those things and try to figure it all out and i'm like well i want to figure that out so (laughs) i'm not even going to talk about that (laughs) no that's fair all right um so you're doing scholarly scholarly things in the academy of explorers building nadia is training the bird does the bird have a name bird have a name I did decide on a name. Oh, good. Birdie. Birdie. I did. What's the name of the bird? So, uh, I, I went looking for, basically I, I was like, okay, is there actually like a Sylvan language that is extant and there isn't. And a lot of people just use Latin as, uh, as a substitute. And that actually kind of works because Nadia is also Latin based. So I decided that, well, so like, Obviously, Nadia is not, like, her Aquan name because, like, Aquan doesn't really work when you're not in water. So uh, <laughs> her friends here, who speak Sylvan, uh, called her Nadia because mm-hmm. she's from the sea. And then I thought, well, the bird's from the air, but that would be uh, Kaylee, which is too much like Kay. Uh, but uh, she's from the desert. Uh, so she's Arena. Ooh, that's so pretty. I love it. <laughs> That's the Spanish word for sand. There you go. It is. That's literally it. That's it. It's sand. It's Latin for sand. As opposed to deserty, which is Latin for desert. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was hoping you were going to say, well, she's from the air, so I'm going to call her Ariel. So it would be like a mermaid, like from the water. Oh, man. Uh, Genuinely, I, I worked on... Uh, production of the little mermaid a couple years ago so i actually got to see what the names of all of the sisters were sisters? and one of them mm. they're all the seven one C's. of them was literally aquata and yeah. i was just like i almost i almost <laughs> named nadia aquata just because i was like i want something that on the nose and then i did like a random name generator that said nadia and i was like there it is perfect there it is <laughs> arena i like it that's pretty arena mm-hmm and you are spending quality time with your family? Is that the deal? Yes. Running also, errands? like, ran a thought that I had. I was like, oh, I can imagine Fletcher in his office with, like, a wheelie chair, like, going back and forth <laughs> between, like, the library. But the wheelie chair, I just looked up, wasn't invented was, until 1849. I was going to ask yeah, when the wheelie chair was invented. 1849. Eight, it took that long for someone to be like, we have a chair. We can put wheels on it. Wait, is that? So you got to have that kind of wheel. Yeah. I mean, I guess, but I feel like you could put any kind of wheel onto a... I feel like that's going to be one of those things where it's, like, weird that it was invented after something that feels much more technological. Right? Oh, I'm sure it's there's lots. It, it said it wasn't invented until the year 1849 that American inventor Thomas E. Warren combined wheels with a swivel for his centripetal spring armchair. So, wait, were there not swivel chairs before that? There had to have been swivel chairs. No, there chairs. were. Okay, Thomas okay. Jefferson made there the first swivel, swivel chair. Oh. Of course he did. <laughs> I learned that from Downton Abbey. Uh, it's, Thomas okay. Jefferson's <laughs> list of inventions oh, is such random stuff. It's so wild. Okay. Like, because he, he was the one with the weird stairs, right? Weird stairs? I don't know. There was one, I think it was one of the founding fathers that if I think, because I think if you go to Monticello, there are stairs that are like, instead of like a step that goes across there, they are like, uh, staggered. Okay. And it's like, oh, so I've seen those foot, in houses that you, I've seen yeah. those in houses before. I'm pretty sure there's some stairs. of those in Monticello. Oh, hmm. weird. Wait, hold on. I've only been on the grounds at Monticello, but I've never been in like any of the houses at Monticello. 
Yeah, no, the, ma the man had some spare time on his hands. Nancy has another fun fact, I think. One of the earliest known innovators to have created the modern office chair was naturalist Charles Darwin, who put wheels on the chair in his study so he could get to his specimens more quickly. Oh my God, <laughs> it's Fletcher. <laughs> well, you just picture Darwin shirt today too. I mean, that's yeah. anyone in a lab fleeing themselves across the lab to get to things faster. Really, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cherry. That's amazing. Well, maybe Fletcher and the wheelie chair. There's, but... there's more. The oh. concept of the height adjustable swiveling chair with casters was illustrated by Nuremberg patrician Martin von Kohlberg in his 1505 technological illuminated man's manuscript. Oh, so the design is from much earlier, but nobody no. did it. Interesting. Like so much science stuff. <laughs> so much science. Draw the picture, don't actually make the chair. Amazing. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Who would have thought a chair with wheels on the bottom is so hard to come by? Apparently it like happened like the actual invention of this wheelchair happened with the advent of the rail transport. Cause then businesses hmm. started to expand and then they needed like more bookkeeping office people. And then so the uh, office chair was invented. Hmm. Okay. More people spent time at desks. So suddenly they were more concerned with having chairs that didn't suck. <laughs> yeah. The office chair was strategically designed to increase the productivity of clerical employees by making it possible for them to remain sitting at their desk for a long period of time. Oh. A swiveling chair with casters allowed employees to remain sitting and yet reach a number of locations within their work area, eliminating the time and energy expend expended in standing. All about capitalism. I was going to say the waste of time. Swivel chair is part yep. of the enslavement of the proletariat. <laughs> yep. Come for the game, stay for the random history pack. Time you swivel chair. <laughs> no. Once again, we get to fantasy OSHA. What? <laughs> <laughs> wow well that incredible is a fun absolutely fact. incredible mm -hmm. <laughs> that whole thing was way more interesting than i thought it was going to be i mean <laughs> you never know that's what wikipedia is for <laughs> right <laughs> Not that. yeah so does anybody else have anything super important that they're they think their characters are getting up to at this moment in time no. I think Nadia at some point during the day would go over to Pops. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give me give me a sec. Um, Confrontation time. I... <laughs> we also have the um, book with the lock that we need to unlock. Oh yeah, you mm. that. got that a long time ago. I've been I reorganized my notes. <laughs> she discovered things. <laughs> All right, that no, archaeological excavation I, hey oh yeah that's another thing i was gonna ask if you put in your report uh so you're headed to pops yeah okay you head over to bubble and fizz during the day there's a handle on the door and all that jazz it, is it is it open for business can i just walk yeah. in yeah yeah uh yeah she'll come in just like hey are, hello um, again you're back. Are you are you guys okay? We had kind of an emergency last night, and like there was no one here, and I didn't. And I, I mean, I guess someone found you. 
Oh, uh, yes, Salty found me. Um, yes, I'm so sorry. I know it was rather unbecoming of me to uh, not be around uh, or available um, when there was a problem, but I hope that the potions were put to good use. Uh, they were, they were. Good. I think they saved some lives, yeah. Oh, that's that's really awesome. Thank you for helping people. Uh, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, I just, because, like, I don't know, I guess I thought you would be here. Um, yeah, I don't really, there wasn't really a whole lot else there. I just, I'm, I was just worried, I guess, because you uh, guys were nice. Thanks. Um. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst. You, okay, um, so <laughs> you have a really high perception. So, like, you don't see Fluvis, but you hear this really wet slap from behind the counter, like he just facepalmed. Um. Uh. <laughs> While Pops is talking to you when you say that. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Hi. All right. Just sort of checking in, I guess. <laughs> mm. All right. Uh, yeah, and I think if that's it, I think she's going to just, just awkward herself right back out of there. <sighs> Okay. <laughs> you love us. Aren't we the best? I do. <laughs> I just, because it's just this combination. It's the perfect combination of Cindy's just social awkwardness and then Nadia not having a single clue what to do with like most of this city situation. I'm just like, I don't know what other. Never mind. We're good. We're good. I'm yeah. Good. No. Mm -mm. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. We're all good. <laughs> they were doing something fun last night, and they were out of commission. Um, yep. But you still have what you were told, so. Yeah. So. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, I think she's going to go back out to... Probably back out to that, if the, the space out in the government district is open again, she'll probably just go out there with, with Arena. Mm-hmm. And sort of practice some tricks. Nice. Yeah, the lawn is cleared um, of people. Now that the, like, the clerics have sort of done all they could do to take care of people, and now they're just sort of, you know, convalescing and needing nursing in their own mm -hmm. homes, they've all mm -hmm. sort of been dispersed back to where they belong. So you are free to fly your uh, eagle around. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anybody else? Are I feel like to... Kay was just like, oh. just like, sorry, go Cindy. Oh, no, you go, go. I feel like Kay was just kind of like sitting in bed and was like just pondering about things and then like remembers the locked book and just like bolts upright and like runs to go find Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where do you go looking for Fletcher? <clears throat> I mean, did he tell us where he was going to be? I would, I would assume. I mean, I feel like Kay would eventually deduce if he's not at the Mark Bird that he probably went to his new office since she was there during that conversation. Mm. I would in the like. I mean, ha still having had breakfast in the morning. I mean, would have been with. I mean, at the very least, Nadia and Cedric. Even if Kay weren't there, like in the morning, um, they would at least know where I went. Mm -hmm. um so like if you went 
if you went there like looking for me and you ran into somebody like they would know where i went you know for the we'd get there eventually may not be fast there's a lot of running (laughs) yeah so you didn't know yeah you didn't know you yeah you did not know where i went initially (laughs) for sure (laughs) anyway so do i find you eventually You just like burst. No into regard the for what you're doing. <laughs> Literally, just like runs in if she can. Amazing. I mean, well, you. Uh, I mean, you're just like bursting into the academy. You don't. You have no idea what room I'm in. That's, that's <laughs> that <true>. is true. <laughs> she like runs in and is like, "Is there anyone like at a front desk or like around?" There isn't a front desk. Um, you remember the door that um the person who helped you the other day came out of. Um. There we go. I knock on that one. <laughs> okay. You knock on that one and um, Vivian opens the door and says, hello. Can I? Oh, uh, hi. Hi. How are you? Uh, I was looking for Fletcher. I was going to go burst into his door, but then I realized I don't know which door is his, but he, but the friend, my friend said that he has an office here now. So yes, I was it's that one. She points at another door. Kay <laughs> like <laughs> runs over and is like, Fletcher. <laughs> I guess I uh I'm gonna say I do have a, a chair on wheels and I roll yeah. over the door and open it and I'm still just sitting on my chair. Yes. That's cool. Do all the chairs here have wheels? Regardless, nope, I invented it. Not, not all chairs have wheels, but one book has a lock. Oh, yeah. The oh, third book. Yeah. I was like reading in bed because like I just got borrowed some new books from the bookstore. And then I was like, oh my God, we have a book that we can't read because there's an l- actual lock on it. And then I was like, I have to find Fletcher. But then I had to like go to the Mark Bird and then I had to find your office. It was, it was very hard. But that chair is cool. We do have the third book. Um... <laughs> Who do you think would know how to open it? I mean, you know the town better than I do. Is there somebody... Yeah, but I don't know what kind of thing we need to open a locked book. Says the rogue. I mean, is it, I mean, is it me like right magically now? locked or is it like a key lock? Uh, okay, let me, me re-describe I just this. assumed that it was like magically locked because I thought we tried to open it. So this is a large book with a red leather cover that appears to have regular uh-huh. slits cut into it on both the front and the back. Um, and then uh-huh. the covers are held closed with two vertical and two horizontal bands of iron that appear to be controlled by a metal lock. So it like looks like a padlock. Oh, okay. So it's just like, a, I mean, we collected this I... a long time ago, friends. Yeah. <laughs> can yeah, this can is, I try this and kick the, the lock? Did I ever end. try that? Um, I don't think you did. <laughs> I don't. I don't have anything in my notes that, that we tried to do anything with it at the time. Yeah, um, we just said that we would bring it to town and someone could unlock it here, like a locksmith. And then we, this is our first time back here. We never uh-huh. asked in any other town about getting it open, though. <laughs> we encountered a lot of people. <laughs> That's because we are only going back to this town. Mm-hmm. So we said when we go back into town and not mm-hmm. when we get to the next town. Not the town. first time in a, mm-hmm. in a town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the um, well, who, then who who ended up with that book? I don't think I had it. I only kept I only kept the the guide to the forest. Cedric has him. Cedric had the other Ced- two. Yeah, books. I think Cedric would have had him because he took the other things because um, Lucanus had them originally. They were the Luc- other yeah. Way. Lucanus had them, and then Cedric took them. Yep. So they're probably 
back at the Mark Burn. Yeah. Um, so we can maybe you can go try to do it now. I or we can we can do it at, if you want to meet there after dinner. Um, yeah, let me go try now, and then I'm kind of on a roll. If, it, if I unlock it, I'll bring it to you. On a roll, and, right? Exactly. And if I, <laughs> I'm glad you caught that. Um, it was so subtle. <laughs> All right, what's uh, happening? You're going to the Mark Bird to get the book to un- try to unlock it? Is that- yeah, so I'll try and unlock it. So if if I unlock it, I'll bring it back here. And if I don't, then we can meet after you're done studying. And I'll just like... I'll probably... I will probably be back at the Mark Bird later tonight at like around time to eat dinner. Okay, that sounds good. I guess Kay like goes to go annoy Cedric from his drunken stupor. Okay, <laughs> you go and you retrieve the book from Cedric. I guess I try and open it <laughs> with an open lock check. Uh, yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have one reroll just in case, right? Uh, we do. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. And you have thieves' oh. tools, right? Uh, yeah, she has I to have I... thieves' tools in order to be able to do the check. To do yeah. the thing, yeah. yeah. I remember, like, she didn't have them, and that was why. A 24. A 24. Okay. Um, sorry. Reading. She's, like, doing the thinking face. Um, yeah. Uh, 24. Um, so you put your tools in the lock, and you jimmy them around for a moment, and you hear the little click um, of the lock unlocking, and you, like, feel it unlock, but you also hear another click, and I need you to make a reflex save. There it is. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> You're just sitting in the tavern, and something's about to, like... <laughs> this is not the book. first time that Leon has seen this happen. Are you just, so... you're just doing it in the dining room? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can, we, can we just go ahead and say that she, like, found Nadia to figure out where Fletcher was, so I am at least tagging along? I, I got a 23... Oh shoot! Okay. Um, sorry. Let me. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so you hear the second click and you drop it like it's hot, (laughs) and it falls to the floor as these very long metal blades come shooting out of the slits in the covers, and would have cut your hands had you not dropped it first. Shing. Azzy and I dumpster dive a lot. This is not the first time that something like this has happened. Okay. Attack book. (laughs) I mean, you could have checked for traps, but you know. I mean, why? (laughs) Why? (laughs) So Cheryl and I designed a clumsy rogue on purpose. Yeah. (laughs) It's great. I love it. The dividends have been. (laughs) But you didn't get hurt. So now you have Yay, an unlocked hooray. unlocked book with all of these blades sticking out of it. Um, <laughs> so if you'd like to pick it up, you can do another reflex save to like pick it up gingerly and not get stabby stabbed. Um, okay. Um, I'm trying to see if there's... Because isn't there like a disabled trap? Yes, skill? disabled device. Oh yeah, that's Disabled device. I guess device. I'll... Ch- I am going. I guess I'm going to try that first. Can I do that? Is that a thing I can do? Yes. Let me. Where's the disabled DC on this? Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Um. Twenty-five. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> um, so did you do your other reflex save so you could pick it up to manipulate it? Oh, I didn't do my other reflex save so I could pick it up. That was a disabled device. I thought I was disabling the device instead of reflex shape saving. Oh yeah. No, you still have to do a reflex save to pick it up oh, okay. so you can manipulate it. Yeah. Uh, the reflex save was not great. I got a paper cut. <laughs> what did you get? Uh, a 10. Uh, no, that's enough. That's exactly what okay, I perfect. Um, to avoid the secondary. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you, you very gingerly pick it up and sort of like flip the front cover open with a finger and you find there's a little, you know, little bit of a mechanism inside the cover that you can um, manipulate and all of the blades retract back into the covers. Um, and while can you have- I use some tape or something to keep them there? <laughs> Do you have tape? Chewing gum. <laughs> Chewing gum. <laughs> Um, uh, while so, you... some of Leon's grits that are particularly <laughs> sticky. Like, you want to do what? <laughs> um, so, so when you you open the cover though to to make all the blades retract, you also notice that this isn't actually a book. It looked like there were pages being held closed by all these bands of metal, but it's actually like one of those books that's like a fake book, and there's like a you know like a hole inside with some stuff in it. Um, so, uh, inside you find, uh, five platinum pieces and a scroll. Oh, can I read the scroll? Uh, you can look at it. I mean, can I, I, I guess that was really what I was... It's a bunch <laughs> of, like, symbols and stuff you don't really understand. It looks kind of like some stuff you've seen Fletcher working on in one of his books. Um, I'm confused about platinum pieces. They aren't, like, money they are. They're, They're ten they... gold each. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um. <clears throat> they are money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. And a scroll. All right. I guess um, she'll just uh, take the the money and put it in her pocket for now, and also take the scroll. Okay. And like run back to Fletcher. Nice. Love it. She doesn't knock this time. She just opens the door. <laughs> so it wasn't a book. There was this money in it. She hands four of the platinum pieces over <laughs> and then like, and, and this one too. And she hands the fifth <laughs> one over. But you probably don't care about the money, but you are like keeping all the money for everyone. So like, maybe you do care about the money, but what you probably actually care about is this. And she like holds it up and it like opens and there's like <laughs> stuff on it. So that, so these were in, all of this was inside the book? Yeah, it was like, so I like popped open the lock and then I heard this other click and like I've dumpster dived with Azzy enough. Like we, there was like a trapped feather duster once, like don't ask, it was it was really terrible. And so like, I'm used to things kind of like exploding. So I didn't think to check because why would I? It was a book, I thought it was like locked with forbidden knowledge, not like locked forbidden knives are gonna stick out of a weird treasure box. But then after I disabled the device in front of everyone, Leon gave me a real look in the middle of the, in the, the middle the marked book bard whatever but Mark. then there was this money and this scroll inside and that was it it's not actually a book it's a box it's a trap box that looks like a book <laughs> well that uh that's i guess that's a good place to hide things if we ever need to to hide something um oh yeah i guess the, <laughs> the, i mean it was scroll, i mean yeah I'll, the scroll I'll, I'll take the i'll take the scroll from her 
Um, Spellcraft check. Yeah, I'm assuming, like, probably spend some time with it. But, I, well, yeah, I want to see what I know, like, like right off the bat, I guess. I like how Kay remembers that she can appraise. <laughs> like, four months later, remembers that she can pick locks. <laughs> it was like, She was, like, yeah. building confidence. There she, haven't been a had. lot of locks in Arda. <laughs> <laughs> right. True. That's a 24. For spellcraft? Holy smokes. Um, yeah. yeah, so it is a scroll for the spell web. Web. Mm. This is a, a, a this is a, a useful scroll of people who who can't normally cast magic. This can be activated and sort of used like magic. Um, it looks like this would do the spell web. Um, I guess you can hold on to this. Um, we can see it's good to have multiple. You know, it's good for more people to be able to do some magical things than just me. Um, so I'll remind you guys in and out of game that you probably want to look up the rules on how scrolls work. Um, but Fletcher, if web isn't already on your spell list, you can add it to your spell book from a scroll is one yeah. of the things about that. But yeah, scrolls are a whole thing. Um, but yeah, you found some treasure in a book here at the end of today. Um, and a fake book box with and a knives. Fake book box with she knives. She left it on the table, by the it's, way. Oh, good. <laughs> Amazing. She just like got really excited, like grabbed all this stuff and like ran out of there. Nice. At least it's disabled. So they can't like, right. they can't come mm -hmm. out again right now either. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, but you could put stuff in it. You could. And then enable it and put it through the bag we of holding. We could put it in the bag. That guy. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, that's called the book cover blade trap. And it's from the book Traps and Treachery part two. That's Traps awesome. and treachery, dungeon masters—they're awful. But yeah, that's about all the time we have for today's session. Um, so thanks everybody who's been hanging out. We appreciate you. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed uh, the talk about ergotism and all the science and the discovery about wheelie chairs. Wheelie <laughs> chairs. Um, there we go. <laughs> the the office chairs. Yeah. But yeah, we'll be there's video game streams on Thursdays. There's whatever stuff happening on Sundays, you know how to find us. Come hang out in the, in the Discord and talk about D&D &D and science and memes and things. Um, but yeah, that's all we've got for now. Um, so we will see you later. Bye. Bye.